Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Celsius Hockey. Friends through eternity, loyalty, for another Big Faker radio show. Joining me as always, new Larry, Kevin Jank. You know, Mike Dell, sometimes I just want to cuddle. <laughs> I'm, always, <laughs> I'm always excited to hear what line you quote from the film we're watching. And then uh, also on the line is our buddy Tuffy, my attorney. Tuffy, are you there? This doesn't deserve a quote to start the episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's, here's what happened. Tuffy, as soon as he gets on the line before the show, Tuffy's saying to me about this movie. Like, oh, who picked this goddamn movie? Now, calm down, Tuffy. Here's what happened. All right. If yeah. you listen to last week's show, we were supposed to be watching The Human Tornado this week, starring Rudy Ray Moore and uh, the guy who made Dolomite. And because our buddy, the Ed, was going to come on the show, we were going to watch The Human Tornado, and it would have been not, it would have been a great time, you know, talking to the Ed. Yeah, magical. Magical here's fake problem. radio. About uh, 8.30 last night, the Ed uh, sends me a message saying, hey, I can't do this show. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. What's going on? So he, uh, <laughs> the Ed, now a lot of people think this is jive, but the, the Ed actually, you know, he knows his Mayweathers and he used to work with Layla Ali back in the day. He has an in with the fight game, you know, he knows these fight game people. And for some reason, I didn't get all the details because I figured he'd tell us on the show. And then the last, because I knew uh, there's a possibility this could happen early in the week. But he told me he would still be able to do the show. But uh, then last night he messaged and said he couldn't. But he's going down to Florida uh, to work with Khabib Nurmagomedov on something. Now, I don't, I don't know what exactly. Now, Tuffy, <laughs> Jank had no idea. Who, you know who Khabib is, right, Tuffy? You know who Khabib? Yeah. He's got to knock yeah, out the space. Yeah, he choked out, he choked out <laughs> Conor McGregor. Uh, but he's undefeated UFC, 155-pound champ. Uh, some would argue, arguably the greatest UFC fighter ever, but you know he never really. Eh, I don't know. He never fought a wrestler, so calm down. When you're a dominant <laughs> wrestler and you're beating up strikers, yeah, that's supposed to happen, you know. So just calm down. Uh, but anyway, he's really good, and uh, he started a fight promotion called uh, uh, what's it called? Eagle One FC or something like that, because his nickname was the Eagle. So uh, I don't oh. know if they have – I don't think they have an event down in Florida this weekend. Maybe they do because UFC has a pay-per-view, so it seems odd that they would schedule an event down there. But for some reason, the Ed is going to Florida to work with Khabib. <laughs> so, <laughs> think so they're we'll starting like a details. lemonade stand? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he, he's from uh, – but we'll, we'll get the details next week, you know, about the Ed. Um, so, I mean, I know the Ed knows it. all these people, but I think the doctor just got the night off and he doesn't want to tell you. <laughs> that's, that's probably it. Because <laughs> as we learned last week, the Ed can only call our show when the doctor's not around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> good to know. Uh, also, Tuffy, I think it might be that the Ed's a little embarrassed because uh, last week on the Ed show, I uh, humiliated him in gambling. If you want to go back and listen to the Ed show, 
I, uh, I beat him <laughs> straight up. I won three chocolate Santas from him because I said the San Francisco 49ers were going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. And if you recall, the Ed said, no, 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 no. The Cowboys are going to win that, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. He picked the Cowboys to go all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and he also picked the Cardinals to, like, fight, play, like, to play him in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, they, they, both those teams lost. And because, uh, you know, who am I? <laughs> I'm not the gambling world champion like the Ed. You know, I'm just some shut and he likes cats. But apparently, I, uh, I know my stuff. So the Ed owes me three chocolate Santas. And now he's humiliated. He doesn't <laughs> want to come on the show. I think that's the real story here. Well, it's probably harder to get chocolate Santas now that it's after Christmas. So he might gonna, be waiting a he's while. He's going to have to pay full price. He's going to have to pay full price for the chocolate Santas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the are over. So hopefully next week, the Ed will be here, and we'll uh, do the human tornado and all that other stuff. But uh, for this week, we were scrambling last night to come up with a movie. And uh, thankfully, none of us had watched The Human Tornado yet. Although, Jank, you said you went back and watched Dolomite. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to so, fill in the blanks and, and see the first one before I watched Tuffy, the second one. Tuffy, have you seen Dolomite? Nope. Oh, yeah, you, you should probably check that out. It's a great movie, right, Jank? Like, did you enjoy Dolomite? <laughs> uh, parts of it I enjoyed. I expected more of a comedy, but it's it's fairly serious it's like a fairly serious crime movie for a lot of it yes yeah 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 that's what makes it great though yeah. you know? it's like unintentionally hilarious <laughs> well yeah it's pretty awesome uh yeah, yeah everyone should watch dolomite and then uh so next week hopefully the human tornado but this week uh jank and i were scrambling to find a movie we considered the vicious lips which was on uh tubi tv about an all-girl rock band it goes out in outer space Ooh. and something happens but yeah uh, i heard some that reviews that still saying, sounds eh, good not that entertaining yeah, we'll probably get to it eventually. Uh, what else did we? Oh, we also considered Sleepaway Camp three. Yeah, uh, it would be that's a classic. Too quick to go back to the well, <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. And then uh, I, I noticed uh, we had a lot of snow here in the Greensburg, PA area. Did you guys get a lot of snow this week? Not this week. Uh, okay, we had a bunch. So I'm like, oh, it's snow time. It's winter. Uh, maybe, maybe skiing. And I saw ski school. So we picked ski school. <laughs> So there you go. Tommy. Seems like a that good was idea. The logic behind the choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, late, late in the game, the night before, it seems like a good idea because <laughs> you're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the future, if we don't have ideas, there's still like four Sedaris movies to watch. <laughs> I know that is true. That is true. <laughs> true. I will say this though. And apparently, I, think, uh, I, I will think like low key, this film may have the best female cast of a non-Andy Sedaris film that we've watched. Because mm. I think it goes three deep. You know, I think there's three deep. Pound for really pound, deep. yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, usually ones. you get one, two. Here you got three that I think are all quality. So I don't know. But yeah. um, mm. we can debate but that later. No plot or acting <laughs> to speak of, unfortunately. <laughs> well, there's, there's kind of a plot. Uh, there's but, a plot. Yeah. It's basically, it's just Animal House. They just ripped off the plot of Animal House and put it in a ski um, Well, the movie I wanted to watch, like a couple months ago, when we were going through terrible movies. The movie I wanted to watch was uh, Hot Dog the Movie with David Naughton. And it's from like 84 or something about skiers. And it's supposed to be, you know, kind of a classic comedy kind of thing but uh or cult classic but then i saw well ski school and apparently they just ripped off hot dog the movie with the plot like the basic idea of it oh, so geez. um <laughs> yeah, like 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, this was, well, should we just get into it? Is there anything else? Well, let's just set the stage for the show. We're going to review Ski School from 1990. Then uh, I'll give you a gambling update, and, and I'll also give you my lock of the week. Because uh, <laughs> I've, hit, I've hit at least three in a row of these. I won with a Swiss hockey wow. party last week. So you, you need to pay attention. Tuffy, I hope you're making Yeah, I got <laughs> I got to start getting on this. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm betting these crazy sports every week that I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm winning. So let's keep it rolling. <laughs> and, and I also have a lot of updates on the slot machines. Oh, was it a good week for me in the slots? So we can talk about that. <laughs> and then uh, and then after that, I, I believe, Jank, you have a game that Tuffy and I can play. Yeah, sure do. And what is the theme of together this, today. <laughs> what is the theme of this game? Uh, we're going to find out. Which of you lonely shut-ins knows more about women? Oh. No, no, no. This is going to be embarrassing. This is going to be very embarrassing. Uh, we'll see. All right. Um, Shouldn't be too bad. All right. So let's get to uh, Ski School, uh, 1990. Now, the cast here, there are some notable people in this movie. Tuffy, I'm sure it was. You, you recognize a lot of. All right, but oh, before we get that, let's set the stage though. This came out in 1990. Uh, Jank, might be a stretch. <laughs> Jank, yeah. would you like to guess who the uh, what the number one movie was in 1990? 1990. Um, I know in my heart it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but uh, that that, is that the year of like Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Dances with Wolves was number four. Look at you, Jake. You know your Ooh, stuff. Right. Not bad. So it's kind of like uh, we'll play the uh, Family Feud. Tuffy, can you uh, find what else is on the board there? Another answer on the board. Anything? Um, Philadelphia? I have no idea. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think so. Uh, number one. I got a guess. Is ghost? it Ghost? It was Ghost. Yep. $517 million. Number two, Home Alone. Oh yeah, four hundred seventy-six million. Number three, Pretty Woman. Those are three pretty iconic films, right at the top there. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Dances with Wolves, Total Recall, Back to the Future Part Three, Die Hard Two, Presumed Innocent, Kindergarten Cop, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a ten. Dick Tracy at twelve. Hunt for Red October is (laughs) eleven. Uh, oh, Days of Thunder is at 13. So, uh, it's a banner year. I don't know. Yeah. This is solid. Yeah. Back when they still made good movies. <laughs> we watched Ski School. Cranking out hits. Ski School. There you. <laughs> yeah, I felt real bad when I saw, like, after I watched this, it was, like, recommending that I could have watched Showgirls. I'm like, oh, that would have uh, been a better choice. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Showgirls? <laughs> no, I know it's really? legendarily it's, terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I've seen, I mean, I've seen clips of certain, yeah, I've seen certain yeah. clips. I'll say that. But I've research. never seen the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other notable 1990 films. Oh, Rocky Five. Uh, the Godfather <laughs> wow, Part Three. Best one. Misery. Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. Goodfellas. Twenty eighth. That had to be like a. Uh, do you think that was like an overlap or something, or like? 
probably. Yeah, it could be. Uh, or people just didn't know how good it was right away, and it took a while to catch on. Um, looking through for any other real notable ones here. Uh, Ernest goes to jail. That's pretty notable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for June Diane Rayfield, it is. Isn't she in love with the evil Ernest? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, that's about it. Nothing else to uh, memorable here. All right, but uh, Ski School, the movie we're doing today, it uh, didn't chart in the top 100 films. Um, the two yeah. Jakes, uh, they only ranked the top 98 here. Uh, the two Jakes ranked 98 that Jack Nicholson, the, the sequel to Chinatown. Yeah. Right? The two Jakes. Madeline Still, I think, right? Yeah. That? So uh, Ski School, it it had a budget of $1.5 million and it earned $18,500. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's generous. That's, that's, that's not $18 yeah. million. Though. That's not 18 or 1.8. No, no, no. $18,500. That's how much it made. That's like two people per theater in the United States, probably. <laughs> this was a Canadian production, <laughs> I guess, uh, because here's the like uh, the 1980s were big with the screwball sex comedies with the, the like uh, college kids or high schoolers or whatever. Furman was in like sure. 20 of them apparently. Wait, what was that, Tommy? <laughs> Dean Cameron was in like eight of these things, all in like four years. <laughs> yeah, Dean Cameron's the star here. Uh, but but here's the problem: like in 1990, that trend was kind of dying, and they came in. Ski school came in right at the end there, and. You could see it with the eighteen thousand five hundred dollars in gross <laughs> profits. So yeah, so good. but it earned that because it's not a good comedy. Like they're just like we're gonna say the word lumbata a lot, and that'll make it. Yeah, funny. yeah. Like, no, that's, that's not a joke. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, really the lumbata stuff was brutal. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, it was brutal. There's not a not brutal part of it. <laughs> Oh, there's a couple not brutal parts. There's a couple spectacular parts. That's true. That I can think of. But, uh, in terms of the jokes, yeah, there wasn't one funny joke in this whole fucking movie. Um, all right, so let's look at the cast. Uh, the director here, I don't even know who these people fucking are. I don't know. Uh, the director is Damian Lee. No idea who that is. Uh, and David <laughs> Mitchell wrote it. No idea who that is. And I don't even want to bother clicking the links on IMDb to see what they did. Okay, so the star of the film is, uh, tough. you mentioned him, Dean Cameron, and he plays Dave Marshak. Uh, although I guess the character's <laughs> yeah. name was originally Dave Marshall. And then after they filmed everything, they decided that that was too plain, so they wanted it to be Marshak, so they overdubbed the name and stuff. So you can oh. see that <laughs> some people say his name. They, you can tell mm-hmm. it doesn't match up. <laughs> and also when there's a big ski competition at the end, there's a, a sign that says uh, Dave Marshall on the scoreboard instead of Dave Marshak. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> that kept blowing my mind because I swear my dad worked with a guy named Dave Marshak when, when I was a kid. Oh, and I remember uh-huh. him talking about him. So like <laughs> giving me weird Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> to being a child. Well, Jack, well, well, uh, do you want to tell the kids who Dean Cameron is? Like, do you know who he is? Do you? Uh, I don't know. He's got some oh, crazy right. eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> do do you know what else he was like? Do you know who Dean Cameron is? Uh, well, I looked at his IMDb page, and he's in a bunch of other comedies with school in the name, I think. <laughs> he's probably most famous. He was in uh, Summer School with uh, 
that guy on uh, Mark Summer. Mark, not Mark Harmon. Oh. Mark Harmon, not Mark Summer. Oh, okay. Mark, <laughs> yeah. Mark Summer. Double Dare guy. Double Ski School, <laughs> Ski School 2, Miracle Beach is another one of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> he he was also on three episodes of ALF. He played, uh, I, he I think played, he was like Elaine's boyfriend. Apparently he played <laughs> Spicoli on the Fast Times TV show. Yes, that's right. He was the knockoff <laughs> Spicoli. Like, if you were my Oof. age... Uh, you guys are a little too young, but he was on a shit ton of stuff. You always saw him on TV, like bit parts yeah. and like in these terrible movies. And like, I didn't know him, like, but I recognized his face right away. So, Cause he has very distinctive eyebrows and a, <laughs> a very weird. I don't know. He just looks weird, but uh, yeah. Now in this film, we should mention it. You could hear the title uh, ski school. You could probably figure out what it's about, but uh Tuffy, would you like to summarize the plot for us? Or, uh... um, there's a ski school. <laughs> Good start. Uh, that has sections. Some yeah, reason. Uh, I don't really know what that means. Sense, whatever. Yeah, I think it was just so they could have the <laughs> section eight joke. Because uh, the yeah, corrupt yeah. section eight. Uh, yeah. So there's different. There's a number of instructors who all have their own students, and they do a competition to see which section is the best each year. Something like that, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, and Section 8 is a bunch of, you know, partiers. It's, they're, the, they're the animal house of the ski <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just like to party, party and, and mess team. around. Uh, and then there's an owner of the ski resort who I guess is selling it. So he needs them to not be partying, but I don't really know. It's unclear why it's bad that they party. Yeah. They're not throw them out if he wants to. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's up to him. But, uh, like, yeah, for some reason, they can't just fire the yeah. ski instructor. For some yeah. reason, Marshak can't just be told you're He's fired. I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I guess the mountain would revolt if they fired Marshak. Uh, but uh, Section 8 are all the screw-ups. And then, like, the top guy's in Section 1, and he's, like, a, kind of like an evil Nazi on a ski slope. <laughs> he's, like, he, this guy's yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, he's your yeah. Niedermeyer. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, a slightly more buff Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> 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 it was also so weird because like so this this movie set in the you know film the 1990 and the screw-up guys are the ones wearing all like the 80s neon stuff which you would think well, that, that was, would be the cool guys thing to wear well actually neon <laughs> was that was right in the wheelhouse in early 90s like 90 91 yeah oh yeah that's what it was yeah it was pretty weird you want to think like a lot of check patterns and neon. Yeah, it was a big deal at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that's the basic premise here. So we have uh, the competition between the two sections of ski school instructors. And uh, so Dean Cameron's the main screw-up guy, Dave Marshak. And then he has a buddy, uh, shoot, Fitz? played by Stuart. Yeah, Fitz Fitzgerald, played by Stuart Fratkin. <laughs> now, this is another guy. If you look at him, you're very familiar, but he was in a shit ton of stuff, but nothing too prominent, I don't think. Yeah. But, but it, again, if you're of my age and you grew up on TV and movies, you'd recognize his face. 
But uh, oh, yeah. both of these guys have very punchable faces, though. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> yes. Like, and I, in the I same way, kind of. Like, <laughs> I don't know yeah. why they decided to go that route. But, yeah. I hated both of these guys so much. I just <laughs> I couldn't take it. Because here's what, obviously Dean Cameron is doing the Bill Murray role. Like, Stripes and Meatballs kind of ruined every comedy after, because everyone just tries to pretend they're Bill Murray in these kind of movies. Like, <laughs> hey, look, I'm I'm the screw-up. I'm the whatever, fuck. But, uh, yeah, the, the thing is, Bill Murray's funny, and he's likable, <laughs> and these guys are n- neither of those things. They're both terrible. Yep, and, no. uh Just awful. Just terrible. All right. Just awful human being. <laughs> all right. So let's get to the true stars of this film. Um, all right. First, we have uh, Darlene Vogel. She plays Lori. And she's like one of the, the new incoming school students, right? The ski school students, I guess. Yeah. And she's a, a cute little blonde. And I, I wasn't familiar with her work, but apparently she was on Pacific Blue. Oh, shit. Really? Do you remember Pacific Blue, Jack? <laughs> yeah, it came up like every week on our uh, Mackey's Clubhouse podcast because they were having a lot of guest actors who had right. appeared on Pacific Blue. Because <laughs> I remember we so. mentioned this before on the show, and I, that's right, you did mention the connection to Mackey's Clubhouse. <laughs> but yeah, Pacific Blue is yep. basically like a spinoff from, it was like Baywatch with bikes. Like there are police officers <laughs> on bikes near the beach. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chips, except without motorcycles and just regular pedal bikes. Yeah, and I think Mario Lopez was in it, right? Wasn't he in it? Or? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I guess she was one of the main uh, women on there, Darlene Vogel. And our buddy DOT fan uh, told me that she was once engaged to Adam Oates, the uh, hockey player. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Not not Daryl and John Oates, Jank. That's why you oh. got very excited. You're yeah. like, oh, that, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, oh, Adam Oates. She got her a piece of Oates. The big playmaker <laughs> for Brett Hall in St. Louis. Hall and Oates. Not Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh that's pretty yeah, good. Darlene Vogel. She's very cute though, and I uh, like the Darlene Vogel. And uh although yeah. her character we'll get into that a little bit later, but I have some issues with her character because uh this girl's <laughs> terrible when you really think about it. Um but uh then we have uh Charlie Spradling. She plays Paulette and she's like the girlfriend of the Nazi guy, <laughs> the main villain in this. <laughs> but uh yeah. but but uh Fritz or Fitz, whatever the fucking name is, Fitz, he's way into her, and uh, they're trying to get together. Although but it didn't like Marshak his... try and bang her, too, yeah, or something? That was I very was confused. confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did all very confused a couple times. Yeah. But, uh, and then she kind of disappears for the second half of the film. She really isn't in it too much. It seems like she's like kind of a focal point in the first 30 minutes or so, and then, like, eh, not <laughs> yeah. too much towards the end. And uh, But she's very good-looking, and she's in some other stuff, and I did some scholarly research on her, and, yeah, it's great. Because I'm not crazy about her hair in this film. It's kind of like late 80s, early 90s, a lot of hair spray yeah. coming out. But you see her with, like, a nice haircut. Oh, my goodness, yeah. All right, so then we have, uh, finally. <laughs> she was cute. She kind of reminded me of, like, Audrey from uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks a little bit. Ooh, interesting you bring that up. She was on Twin Peaks. Whoa. Yeah. She... She was so on the best on episode of Twin Peaks ever, episode, season one, episode three. Um, oh, when shit. She was in when they – Tuffy, I'm sure you'll get this reference, but feel free to jump in when we uh, explain this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. remember, uh, the, the two fellas go to One-Eyed Jacks. Uh, is it Audrey's? Sure. Who, who went to the One-Eyed Jacks? Was it uh, Audrey's dad? Uh, Audrey's dad, yeah. And someone was with him, I can't remember. 
But anyway, they go to One-Eyed Jack's, and they oh, get off brother. the boat. And one of, like, the stripper prostitutes there to meet him at the boat, they call her Swabby. That's her. <laughs> and she oh, looks, okay. Yeah, she's very buxom in the scene. Yeah, she looks good. Ooh. But she's in a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, One-Eyed Jack's, that's the place to be. Yeah, One-Eyed Jack's is great. <laughs> yeah, Puppy, all the really ladies. just... <laughs> All right, so then Is that we the have the strip uh, club where they had like teenagers working. Well, yeah. Now that you mention it, technically that is true, right? That's true because wasn't Laura yeah. Palmer working there for a little bit, and he was the teenager. Yeah, she sure was. Yeah, she yeah. Pizza Gate right there in Twin Peaks. How about that? <laughs> um, yep, right over the Canadian border. You can get away with anything. Yeah, those fucking Canadians. Hey, by the way, I think I got a message <laughs> from our buddy Scott Baker. Uh, I think he's going to be calling the show later. He's Canadian, so uh, keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye on him, Canadians. But uh, finally, the, the main star of this movie, though, um, <laughs> Ava Fabian, <laughs> and, and she plays Victoria. All right, now this uh, this lady, because when the movie starts, she's really good looking, and uh, you see her, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? She's really good looking. And, and then, like, she's not in the movie for, like, another 40 minutes, and then she just yeah. shows up again. Yeah. She bangs a couple dudes. And then she shows up at the very end. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> bang another, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, I guess you just banged the one guy. But Oh, by, by the way, that guy she bangs, uh, that's Johnny. Uh, I don't know who the actor is. It doesn't fucking matter. But he's like the star pupil of the Section 8 ski school because uh, Section 1 turned him down. They didn't want him because uh, that Nazi guy and him were button heads when he showed up at ski school. So he went to Section 8. And this Johnny... He, when it comes back to the uh, actors, uh, the next uh, Golden Quesadillo, when we hand those out, this guy's going to get nominated, <laughs> not because he's a good actor, but, but just because his character in this film has sex with Darlene Vogel twice and Ava Fabian once. <laughs> yeah. In a span of about 20 That's... minutes of movie time, he, he beds both of them uh, three times total. It's like, oh, my God, this guy, he's my hero. What a guy, Johnny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a good award for your mantle right yeah. there for sure. Can, can you think <laughs> of another actor in any of these films we've watched? I mean, who has uh, had sex with multiple smoking hot women in the same movie? I mean, that's... well, the Abilene's tend to yeah. take care of it. Oh man, oh that's true. That yeah, first was it. <laughs> okay, not not counting Andy Sedaris. Express, like he banged everyone. Andy Sedaris films. <laughs> we got to put those in a separate category. Non Andy Sedaris films. Yeah. That's pretty good, you know, because usually you just have one yeah. and one. You don't, but yeah, it's like holy hell. So Johnny, it's like the Golden Quesadillas have like their foreign uh, categories. I think that's the Andy Sedaris equivalent. They're in their own <laughs> class, not with the rest of the movie. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, this guy got, so, uh, got to have his cake and eat it too. Like he was banging the blonde girl, then he got to you know go over and sample the other girl for a little while, and then go back to the blonde girl again. So and, and, and Ava. Uh, now get, I was really into this Ava Fabian, but then uh, when I looked at her, uh, she was a Playboy Playmate in 1986, so she could have easily been in an Andy Sedaris movie. Like, yeah. She could have easily crossed yeah. the line. She's <laughs> top quality. Here. Yeah. And uh, I was way into her, and then uh, I found out she was once living with the lead singer from Journey. And I'm like, all right, that's about it. <laughs> that's not wrong with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy's I'm talented. Out. <laughs> I'm out. But anyway... <laughs> Does not Don't take stop away believing, from her. Ella's going her <laughs> separate ways with this lady. <laughs> he has stopped believing. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't take away from her banner work here in ski school, though. Holy fuck! Yeah. So, uh, Ava, Ava. 
there were two other girls that I really liked, like kind of the, the next two in line that were kind of, uh, they show up later for like the, they're pretty much in all the, the party scenes and all the, uh, like when they go to the sauna later and like one of them's wearing like a red bikini and the other one's like wearing uh, kind of like a black swimsuit. I like them a lot I think too. I know who you mean. Yeah, I think I know who yeah. you mean. Yeah. They're kind of the next main ladies, but they were also very good looking. Yeah, I want to see more of that. For not Andy Sedaris film, this is high quality. Can you think of another film that had this uh, good looking of a cast of ladies? I, it's really tough. I don't know. Because uh, that that because that Spring Break movie we watched, they had that one girl who was ridiculously hot, and then like, I don't remember, maybe one or two. Well, I guess, but they weren't regulars. Remember that one girl got murdered then in real life? By uh, yeah. Yeah, oh my crazy. god! I don't even remember that movie award. that you're talking about. <laughs> Tuffy, you picked it. Oh, I it remember that Tuffy one. Pick. Yeah, <laughs> it was a spring break Tuffy pick. Yeah, <laughs> there were like four I, I, dudes peeing in the same toilet, and then they were shitting in the same room with each other. Yeah, no recollection of this movie. <laughs> it's it very sleepaway camp esque <laughs> in that regard. But yeah. uh, but there was one there was one girl I can't even remember that girl's name but when it comes to Golden Quesadilla time I'll I'll research oh, it but yeah she was yeah she was the lead singer of like a band yes oh, um, we just wore like unitards most of the time it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> but but otherwise I can't think of a cast that could uh, I think Ski School might be number one I don't know it's tough yeah so tough, you know show some put some yeah. respect on Ski School all right. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, not only are they all good-looking, but every good look, all three good-looking girls, they all get naked in this, which is another rarity. Usually, the best-looking girl never gets seems to get naked in a lot of these movies, you know. <laughs> so, good job, Ski School. And, and I will yep. also say that <laughs> Ski School, whenever uh, there's a dull moment, sometimes there'd just be a random naked lady in the background. They would just throw, a, they'd just have three ladies <laughs> open their shirts just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, Ski School. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not going to hate on it too much. Yeah, that's the best kind of nudity is just well, random nudity. You never know. Like, within, like, what? Like, within the first, uh, well, the opening scene, all right, let's, the, the movie starts with, like, a skiing montage. And, hey, you want to talk about exposition, how to set up a movie. Right away, they just do a voiceover over the opening credits <laughs> yeah. of a skiing montage where they just tell you everything about the movie. They're like, oh, well, evil Nazi guys. That opening, that opening three minutes is the only thing that could be described as plot in this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, they just do it entirely through voiceover. It's, it's pretty good. But it's like, oh, well, they really covered a lot of ground there in that opening 120 seconds. There. Yeah. Uh, so they set the stage for you through voiceover. And then they show a big party going on. And then right away, a girl takes her shirt off. And it's like, hey, all right. Here we go, ski school. This is crazy. <laughs> Woo, party. Woo. But I guess I just don't see Dean Cameron as kind of the big guy who all these ladies are after. I just didn't buy that for a second. Agreed. You know? No, not yeah. at all. Not in the least. Like I didn't really yeah. get why the why section one turned down the one guy who was good. Like they're just like ah yeah. oh, whatever you skied in Montana, but you're not even gonna like watch him ski. Like they're gonna send yeah. him to yeah. your rivals when he's probably very good. And he's like maybe this will help. And he gives him like a letter, and, he, and the guy opens up and goes a letter of recommendation. How cute! Yeah, what like a that. nerd. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, not to spoil the movie, but just just to punch up the script here a little bit. Uh, you could have had a scene here where they're not instead of just in like a conference room, they're on the mountain scouting out the students. This guy shows up, says, "Hey, look how good I am." Goes up to the dome or whatever that final skiing place is. Goes the wrong way to the cliff and like falls and hurts himself. So he's out for skiing for three oh. days. All right, you're in section eight. Yeah. Because that would really pay off in the final scene. Yeah. Yeah. But, they never, uh, we we never hear about the at the final scene they have to race down the dome this really steep mountain yeah. with a crazy jump. We never hear that mentioned at all until the final two minutes of the movie. Like that's yeah. no, they never not in the least. they never plant that seed at all. Even the owner of the ski resort or wherever the fuck they are who wants to sell things, he doesn't show up until about forty five minutes into the movie. He just appears <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, oh my god, it's the governor. Like you gotta you gotta plant the seeds early for this shit so they pay off later. You can't just introduce people fifty minutes into a fucking film, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right there, I just improved two important scenes in the movie. One, why that guy ends up in section eight, and the finale, the climax of the film. Yeah, look at you. Speaking of things that were just missing, like why was there no stakes? Like they wanted to get in the to, into this race at the end, and they were like, yeah. "Well, we're going to crash it." But who cares? There's not like, well, if you don't win this, you guys are out. Like there was no stakes. I, <laughs> it was just like that. That is a good point, Jack. <laughs> now, now at the very end, there's a one-on-one race to decide who wins, and uh, Dean Cameron gets Johnny to run the race. And there, there are stakes because they say the loser has to leave the mountain for good between either Dean Cameron or the Nazi guy, right? But yeah, but then in like point, the uh, there were no stakes in the post climax scene there when they're back at the bar. Like, I yeah. don't think that guy yeah. left the mountain. He was still at the bar hanging out. <laughs> yeah, he sure didn't. Dean Cameron, sure was. Uh, Dean Cameron seems like he buried the hatchet with him because once the mountain got sold or something, because it was now going to be a. Uh, all right, let's just fuck this. Fuck this movie. All right, we're not going to go through scene by scene. <laughs> we're just going to jump around. But, <laughs> really but no it, need to. <laughs> it turns out Ava Fabian, the smoking hot lady, she uh, she ends up buying the mountain. She's the new owner, and uh, so now it's going to be a party mountain. I think that's what it's called, isn't it? Party mountain. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> yeah, the name party of it. Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't put a lot of thought into so, it. So, so I think there's a bunch of stoners who are not the best uh, marketing guys. Since the whole atmosphere of the mountain like changed and everything, I think Dean Cameron was willing to bury the hatchet, and then uh, they, we even see him kissing the Nazi guy in the lips. <laughs> he gives him a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And, then walks and the guy kind of smiled. Like I think he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of uh, um, sort of homophobic humor in this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, there was. Because uh, at one point, uh, Dean Cameron and his pals again, like he's got Fitz, and he's got a third chum or a second chum, depending on how he looks at it. You look at it. Uh, this guy isn't attractive at all. He's not a good-looking human at all. But he's like apparently a sex machine. He's, all these girls are after him too. Like I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Why are all these people after? <laughs> he's a little bit pudgy. He's got this like backwards hat. He's not like a yeah. you know, not the guy you think is getting all these ladies. But they kind of ruin his like, life by like subliminally making him never able to have sex again. And I don't think that ever gets reversed. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. They hypnotize him when he's drunk and sleeping. They they say you will never have sex again. And yeah, like he turns down all these ladies that want to. Because apparently he just walks down a hallway and like four ladies in bikinis just jump on him wanting to have sex with him. He's like, no, I just don't want to do it. I, I I can. I'm physically capable. I just don't want to do it, ladies. I'm sorry. So I, I don't know what that's about. This thing also doesn't make any sense because halfway or so through the movie, Dean Cameron just decides he needs to hypnotize everybody to make him better at skiing. But <laughs> yeah. So he gets the chubby guy to stop 
fucking everybody. He doesn't do anything to Fitz, I don't think. But it's not, he doesn't take advantage of this to help learn how to ski better. They just stop doing the things he hypnotized <laughs> them for. Yeah. Well, he tells the, the good guy to, be, like, lose his mind. Like, how is that helping? <laughs> yeah. And he tricks uh, Lori into going back with Johnny after he bangs the owner yeah. lady right, or whatever. Let's in, yeah. Let's get into these relationships. Oof. All right. For, first, we got to talk about Paulette and uh, Fitz because this one's weird as fuck. All right. So Paulette yeah. is the, <laughs> the short-haired brunette stack lady who's dating the Nazi. But Fitz is really into her. So uh, – there's a scene where they're, she's working out in the gym and she apparently tries to do one arm uh, dumbbell presses, uh, chest presses there uh, with uh, oh, weights that are way too heavy for her. So she just, <laughs> yeah, she's been yeah. about five pounds. <laughs> so she falls yeah, back onto the bench and she can't, find. she can't get up, you know, and she's in her little leotard. Or, and uh, Yeah, and she apparently forgot that uh, when you have two separate dumbbells, you can just let go of them. <laughs> but they'll just so fall to the ground. It's fine. So she's, yeah. she's stuck, and she's like, oh, "I can't get up. I can't get up. Somebody help!" And all the other guys, the Nazi guy, her boyfriend, and his little chums—they're all ignoring her. They're all—they're very busy with their skiing, uh, pra- uh, I don't know, strategy or whatever. So uh, Fitz is walking by. He sees her. So he goes, "Oh, so he goes, oh, I'll help you." And he goes, to pick up the uh, um, the weights out of her hands, and he says, "Wow, you have really big." But he's looking right at her boobs. But he says, "You have really big muscles." Right, he doesn't have muscles. Yeah. And then uh, he grabs the weights from her, but they're so heavy he can't hold them either. So they fall right to the ground, and his face goes right into her bosom. And he's like, "I did not mean <laughs> to do that." And they're laughing and giggling, he he he, having a good time about it. And oh my goodness, yeah, fucking fits. Um, <laughs> so then the next time he he the wants to do assault uh, you've ever seen. So then later on he hears uh, that I guess they're having a little party. Then later, and uh, she shows up. And she walks over to Fitz, and right away he just throws his drink on her chest. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. It's <laughs> yeah. also confusing because uh, they're standing about, I don't know, five feet away from the Nazi guy at that point. <laughs> and she walks over, and he's looking right at them, but he apparently doesn't yeah. see any of this happen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so he sees, he but he doesn't his... seem to care. And, and yeah, yeah, she's just like, oh, that's charming that you spilled your drink all over me, and I have to go change. Yeah, I'll she's right laughing, back. laughing, smiling <laughs> about it. I gotta, And then Fitz goes, change and he looks and he follows her back, back to her room uh peeps on her from outside her window and watches her change and get naked and and she does she discover him peeping on her or not at this point I don't, not I, this I don't, one yeah i think it was that's the, what you the want, hot tub later on that, that's what you want your hero to do just uh being a creep and spying on ladies while they're changing their clothes. Well, they were, uh, you know, copying Animal House, so they had to get the scene where Belushi climbs up the ladder or whatever, I guess. I suppose. But Belushi wasn't considered, like, <laughs> I mean, he was just a goofball in that movie. He wasn't considered, like, you know, uh, who was the main hero? Uh, Mike, Matt, was it Matheson or whatever that guy was? Is that his name? Yeah, you probably. Know, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I guess mean. Fitz would be the sidekick. Anyway, it's a poor decision on their part. But it, surely it was just a one-time <laughs> mistake. Nope, because later she goes into a hot tub and uh, she takes her uh, bikini top off. But we don't see her in this scene at all, I don't think. Right? We just see her from the No. Back, which yeah, I don't know which what they were you're going to have her. a scene where someone yeah. curves on her. Like, at least show his point of view. Like, come on. And she, and she was already <laughs> naked once in the film, right? Because she did take her, her uh, top off in that other scene, right? I think so. I believe so. I don't know. Uh, came up, but I don't remember seeing anything. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I may have confused it with something I saw in my, during my scholarly research before the show. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. All, right. All right. All right. So then that makes sense why she didn't get topless. Um, but, uh, but again, he's just spying on her. Keck is spying on her, and she just laughs and thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, what? As you do. I don't know. Like, hey, hey, Perv, just go down and talk to her. She clearly likes you. Why are you spying on her? Just go talk to her. And he's like, oh, my God. What a creep. <laughs> All right, so that's – and don't worry, but at, at the end of the movie, Paulette and Fitz get together. Because that's really – like, we see Paulette. She has a little scene in the – where uh, uh, fucking Dean Cameron's hitting on her, too, in the cafeteria, and then he comes in. But then she's gone for about 20 minutes. You don't even notice her. And then, uh, but at the end, she's with Fitz, and they're all happy and kissing and whatnot. But now we got to get to Johnny and uh, the big ace skier for Dean Cameron School, and then uh, Darlene Vogel. They get together, and they make the sweet, mm-hmm. sweet love. And right before they make the sweet, sweet love, Darlene Vogel says, don't worry, no strings. And they make the sex. All right? Yeah. So then he, he sees <laughs> Apparently he forgot to realize that no strings means definitely strings. Yeah. <laughs> because cause he sees her the next day at the cafeteria but she kind of like just gives him like the cold shoulder not really or she doesn't like blow him off or anything but she doesn't like, even acknowledge him like he's a, a side, the other side of the cafeteria looking at her and she's like nah, talking to her friend she doesn't even notice him but then Ava Fabian comes in and right away she just walks right up to this Johnny and she starts hitting on Johnny and uh, and he's like alright well no strings I guess alright so, so he goes out with his Ava Fabian and they have the sex and Ava Fabian get, it looks uh, remarkable in the scene, and she gets naked, and it's glorious. <laughs> and uh, so then they have the sex. And then uh, later, he runs into Lori, and Lori's like, uh, no, I'm done. I don't want to talk to you or whatever. She's like, and he's like, what? You said no strings. And she's like, uh, how did she put it? Because um, he said something. I didn't, uh... I didn't say anything. And, uh, and she goes, that's exactly it, Johnny. You didn't say anything. And then she storms off. Like, what the fuck, Lord? <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I can't figure you out. <laughs> yeah, like what? No. Well, why? I was I was hoping him to get with Ava then, because you know, screw this Lori girl. She, you know, she's crazy. Just stay away. But no. Then Dean Cameron hypnotizes her while she's sleeping by rolling up a magazine and speaking under her door, because I think that's how hypnotism works. <laughs> yeah. If you just yeah, yeah, subliminal suggestion. You just do it while they're sleeping. It's like Inception, but much more, you know, low tech. So he says, "Hey, get back with Johnny." So then Johnny goes back to his little hotel room there, and it, there's there's Lori in the room playing Twister by herself. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she says, "Red, what a foot, red foot? What is it? The foot to red or red foot? I don't know. Whatever the fuck is you saying, Twister." Oh, and, right uh, foot red or something like that. Right foot red. And then he says, I will do anything for you. And he says it real serious, like he's in a drama all of a sudden. It's like lighten up, Johnny. Uh-huh. You know? And then uh, <laughs> and they make the sex again. So this Johnny, what a guy. This guy, he's amazing, this guy. So, I don't know. Golden quesadilla could be in his <laughs> Yeah. Plus, he's right, a good so skier. Then, Got it so all. Then, after, yeah, well, I want to talk to Tuffy about that in a second. So then once they uh, <laughs> they get done having the sex, Lori and Johnny are back together, and Lori's just, like, over the moon with Johnny. They're smitten with each other. They're way in love. 
he totally forgot that he just banged that Ava girl like yesterday. And um, <laughs> and Ava apparently forgets that Johnny exists. She never looks at him again, mentions him, nothing. Like they never interact again the rest <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's never a scene where he has to like choose and write and, and you know tell her off. Like, yeah. hey, I'm with this girl now. Like, nope. Just we'll just ignore each other. And then when even it, though you're the, the new group. owner. Yeah, when the big reveal comes that she's the new owner, you think, oh, well, Lord, he's pissed about it. And then Johnny, not to be about the disease, but no, uh, she's just forever. And then she hooks up with Dean Cameron at the end. They get in the hot tub together, and that's how the movie ends. They hold up a champagne. They never even spoke the entire movie. They never interacted (laughs) at all. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening in this film? I don't know. It's... Well, they did start out at the beginning, remember, like, uh, when, like, Dean Cameron's arguing with the Nazi guy, and he's like, I've already set into motion a plan that will, you know, make sure that we have the mountain and not you. So maybe this was his plan all along. Like, they, he was old friends with this lady, <laughs> and they've, they've been cooking this up the whole time. That, uh, that would make sense if they, you know, explain that at some point in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there's some scenes missing there. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Even when they tried to do their little comedy bits to show how zany they are, they just like put these scenes. They're just cut in there, like that one where he's reading Shakespeare uh, with a helium balloon. He's reading a scene from Hamlet. Oh God, yeah. Like that's just shoehorned in there. Like there's, there's no. I don't know if that was. They went on way too long. It's like a minute of him doing. Oh, the one where he was like talking about the start of the Lombada was so terrible. Where it was yeah, like, I don't know. They were like cavemen or something, and he was like lighting his feet on fire or something. Like, what the fuck is this? This will go yeah, nowhere. He, he and his buddy Fitz, they get in the, they hit on a bunch of girls in a sauna, and they try to explain the beginning of the lambada, and they start dancing. And yeah, it's just like, what, what is happening here? None of this <laughs> makes any fucking sense. No, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Fitz had some weird thing where he, he like really loves pudding. Like, he kept wanting to put it in the hot tub, and at one point, like, they all got beers. He just has, like, a box of Jello pudding. <laughs> I don't know, man. He wakes up, he's got, like, pudding all over his face at one point. It's so weird. <laughs> all right, so they get disqualified from the big ski competition because they're, uh, oh, oh, because the the evil guys, they, like, sabotage all their racing and stuff, right? They, like, step on the back of their, <laughs> yeah. their skis while they fall and stuff and shit. <laughs> Very obviously, in some yeah. cases, like, yeah. Again, this is another, um, they got disqualified because they got caught partying one of the, like, 50 nights they partied during the movie, I thought. But when they were yeah. still in the ski competition, like, the uh, Section 1 was, like, throwing lassos around their legs and shit. Shouldn't that get them disqualified? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The one guy lassoed Dean Cameron around the ankles while they're skiing, yanks him off his skis, and then drags him behind him down the rest of the mountain. And apparently that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my uh, God. One of them, like, physically assaults the one dude as he's starting. He just jumps on him, like, pulls his hat down in front of his face, so he goes way off course. Like, this, none of this is allowed. This is very obvious yeah. what yeah. doing. They start off reasonable. It. Like someone steps on the uh, the boot lock on the back of the ski, so yeah. one guy loses his ski right out of the gate. That's fine. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> but then he just lassoed and dragged the guy down the mountain. Everybody <laughs> saw it. And not only did they see it, they applauded it. They're like, yeah, this is great. 
<laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, so, but they eventually get disqualified for partying. So then they got to, you know, the, the heroes got to rally. They got to figure out a way to still win the day. So uh, Fitz, he he comes up, he speaks this wisdom. He says, "Partying is skiing. Skiing is partying." And it's like, oh yeah. my god, everybody's mind is blown. They're like, oh my god, that's it. So if they that's can't it. bring the mountain to the party, they have to bring the party to the mountain. So basically, they, they <laughs> just show up the next day, even though they've been disqualified, and they start fucking around and monkeying with everything, causing trouble. And point, they're all uh, skiing down the slopes, just like a uh, big bunch of beer and stuff, and ladies, and like, oh, we're having fun, and. Uh, and right away, the guy who owns the mountain goes, all right, all right, that's enough of those hijinks. We'll let you back to Asian, but you got to promise to knock it off. And they're like, all right. Now, I don't know. Did, did it really seem like that big a deal? Because couldn't you just wait for them to ski down, having the fun with the beer and the ladies, and then just, you know, once they get to the bottom of the hill, all right, they're pretty much done. All right? Like, it's over. Yeah. So then <laughs> yeah. resume the competition. Or if you have uh, a <laughs> right. big, you know, business deal going down, you're going to sell a resort. Wouldn't you have security people just go, hey, those four guys, get them out of here. <laughs> have them arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like I just like the idea of the skiing down the mountain causing all this trouble. Ooh, but then when they get to the bottom, like all right, that's over. Let's keep going. Because then they got to walk all the way back up to the house, start over. Like yeah, that's a long time. So you can just keep going about the competition, no trouble. But they let them back. Well, they're in. on like a snow pile. They can just drive back up, start it all over again. So they let them back in the competition, and of course, uh, Johnny starts tearing through the the slalom. Here. Now, uh, Tuffy, I, th- I, th- I think I've established in the past on the show, I am not a skier. I don't know if you could have guessed that, but I am not a skier. Um, I, yeah. I told the story before about the one time I went skiing in like sixth grade on a ski trip at school. I just uh, grabbed the tow tow rope and was bouncing up the hill for a while, and uh, and then fell in a ditch. Then I went back to the lodge and played video games all afternoon. That was my <laughs> so smart. But but Tuffy, uh, are you a skier of the snow, Tuffy? Uh, no, but I have gone snow skiing before. I understand it. You know, yeah, because we've established that you are a professional water skier, barefoot yeah. and ski. And I was hoping yeah, you to try how about barefoot this? snow skiing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but how about this? <laughs> how about I write a script? We collaborate. Water ski school. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, see what I'm saying? <laughs> that could be pretty good. Find some playmates. Yeah. Yeah, and like the guy who owns the uh, water ski, do they, there wouldn't be a resort. What would it be? Just a, a dock? How could you have the? It could be at a resort because you could have it like um, like a bunch of show skiers, you know, are competing or they're on the the show skiing squad. Okay. Where you know you have like a hotel and they put on a show every night for the uh, people staying there or whatever. But tough, you'll be like the protagonist. You know, you'll be the the Dean Cameron guy. And then the evil like, guy uh, who runs the, who runs the lodge will be the Ed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys will be button heads. Water. It's like stable. a sort of a bush gardens scenario, I think, is what we're talking about. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> you already got the girls in the bathing suits because uh, it's the water, you know. Yeah. Like the Ed will bring the homophobic jokes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> One of like the pranks that the troublemakers do is, you know, there's a big line of uh, female show skiers going out, and they tie some strings to, like, pull all their bikini tops off as oh, they hit the water or something. Look at Tuffy. He's a screenwriter. Oh, right. yeah. All right, Tuffy. I'll be there opening okay. night for this. 
<laughs> we can hammer this out. I'll write the story, Martel. You can put it all down into a script for me. <laughs> all right. Maybe this is what it'll do in 2022. Uh, maybe and we'll just Mike crank Ellison, out. Mike uh, produced and directed for us. That's right, Mike El- yeah, yeah, we got the film crew and Mike El- in Canada. It'll probably be cheaper up there, although getting across the border might be tricky, uh, especially for me, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. But uh, we, can, um, figure, we can work it out. But maybe in 2022, we can uh, just crank out LCS movies. We can become a film production company. And we'll just crank out like, yeah. all the screenplays. They'll all just be cheap knockoffs of all these terrible movies we watch. I think that'd be a pretty good idea. I bet we can get to That'd be easy to do. Don't put anything on that channel. <laughs> God bless Tubi. Tubi is a You'd have to be mind. improving on the scripts because you know, there's not a lot to work with, so anything you do would be better. And by the way, Ski School is on uh, – oh, and another film we considered briefly before Ski School, Tuffy, Vampire Hookers. well i will say um i was doing some research while we've been talking here about uh, paulette and i think puppet master and puppet master 2 might need to go on our list oh well i I I haven't seen those in forever i did see a scene from a film called uh, i think twice dead or something like that and uh, yeah that was a very memorable scene of paulette let's put it that way um, but, oh, oh, twice she did. Twice she did. Two other films we considered. Uh, one, this one was also on Tubi called Killer Rack. A lady goes in to have like breast implants. And I think the the doctor's evil, and she the, the female doctor she wants to take over the world. So I don't know how the boobs work. The weapon, but so Killer Rack's a possibility. And then Jake, you mentioned something. Ant, uh, what was it? Ant. Oh yeah, Ant. Something's meat pies. Ah, oh, shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And something's right. meat pies. Where, like, her four yeah. sexy nieces are drawing men into the house so she can put them in pies. Like, ooh, I yeah. like the sound of that. But <laughs> get this, though, Jank. Ava Fabian, she's in that movie. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, there's, so there's might... the link we needed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. We might have to watch that. <laughs> But I, I, yep. I like this idea of coming up with uh, movie scripts from uh, these terrible movies, just doing cheap knockoffs. I might have to do this. Yeah. So, uh, can we can test again. them out here on the show as like a radio play. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a read-through. <laughs> All right, so that's the goal. So b- by the time this year is over, uh, we want to have 10 movie scripts, right? Let's <laughs> get 10 movie scripts. <laughs> <laughs> that seems ambitious, but okay. <laughs> and then we'll get to Dave. To shop him around Hollywood for us, because you know he's got connections, and then that'll, that'll work out. So it'll be great. Cousin Sal, uh, can you make this movie? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> is there anything else? Uh, what else should we discuss here about ski school? Is there, are there anything? Oh, well, I guess the big ending. Uh, Johnny and the Nazi guy are uh, skating down the dome, which is this, uh, like we said, this really steep mountain. And there's one point, there's one part uh, of the dome where there's a big rock, and you either go left or right. And Dean Cameron, he tells him, hey, you got to go left. Because if you go right, you're gonna, it takes you right to a cliff, and you go off a cliff, and no one's ever made that jump. You can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so when they're, when they're racing, the Nazi guy gets a lead. Now, do you think Johnny did this on purpose, or do you think he was confused? Because the way they were giving him the directions, always go left. And they were saying correct and right and stuff, so it seemed like they were trying to confuse like, – confuse him accidentally but uh but i it, it seemed like it was a conscious decision on his part to go right because he's falling behind in the race right yeah 
Yeah. This may have been maybe why they were telling him to lose his mind is so that he could take the dangerous route and not think about it maybe. That's the only only way I can make that make sense. Oh, because there was a big sign that said don't even think about it. So Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that was a suicide. But then it was a very minor jump it looked like from the way they shot it anyway. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It looks pretty big. It's pretty big to me. Uh, I'm not an ex-gamer or anything, but uh, you know, it's pretty big. So uh, he goes off the big jump, and because he lands it successfully, he beats the Nazi, and hey, they win, and everything. So there he goes. That's the movie. Was it? Was, did we miss anything? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I guess if that lady was just going to buy the place anyway, it wouldn't have mattered if they won or not. <laughs> who cares? They, they would have said right. that they were going to leave the mountain, but they don't have to listen to that because this lady's their friend. <laughs> There's a lot about this movie that doesn't make any sense. There's a... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They have, there's a whole scene where they have a snowball fight in the cafeteria just because, again, <laughs> Animal House did it. So, yeah. Even, except that made more sense they're having a food fight in the cafeteria, yeah. not just everyone bringing snowballs in and giving them out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's – we covered everything, I'm pretty sure. So there you go. This movie makes no fucking <laughs> sense. But uh, I hated the all, all the male characters in this movie. Uh, they all had very punchable yeah. faces. Didn't like them even for one fucking <laughs> second. There isn't one joke in this entire movie that may, will make you laugh, but I would still recommend it <laughs> just for April <laughs> and Darlene Vogel and Charlie Spradling or whatever. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah, t- Tuffy, what do you give it? One out of ten. Two, for all the reasons you just mentioned. I guess it's a two. <laughs> Jank. <laughs> um, I'll go slightly higher just because there were some good songs. There was an uh, English beat Ooh, song in there, that's, and uh, that's a couple something of songs else. By the Alarm. That's something else. Uh, the the soundtrack, Jank. Uh, that one of the songs that was featured in the film a lot. Uh, I think it was called Cardiac Arrest or something. But it's from a band. I want to say it's called. It was called Lockbox or Lockdown or something. Lock or something. I don't know. Locked up. But what was it, Tuffy? Lock up. Lock up, All right? Uh, the, the main one of the guys in that band was uh, who, who's the guy from Rage Against the Machine? Tom Morello. Tom Morello. Yep. Yeah, he was in that band, so he's featured heavily wow. on the soundtrack of Ski School. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> that so does that time. give? So does that mean you give it a higher than two or? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll give it a three. <laughs> a three. Not much uh, higher than two. <laughs> it, again, it's tough because the quality of the the female characters is so. It is you know, not tough. Tough. It's pretty yeah. easy because <laughs> they're they're on the screen for a minor minor period of this movie. That is a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, the dudes are on the uh, the guys that you hate are on the screen way more than the women. Yeah. So, yes. All right, I'll, three. Yeah. I'll go three as well. Um, but the, These body sex comedies need to learn to just be more about the ladies. <laughs> Give us more screen yeah. time with them ladies on there. No. <laughs> Ava Fabian, yeah. ended with some naked ladies in it. Dean Cameron, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah, no, not Dean Cameron. So, <laughs> there you go, Ski School. Not the best. It's considered a cult classic film, though. I was reading reviews. People were like, oh, Ski School. Everyone loves Ski School, I guess. 
I I don't know. <laughs> I get. I did see um, no. uh, on the Wikipedia Wikipedia page here. There's an Always Sunny episode where they go like to a ski resort, yeah. and apparently Dean Cameron guest stars in that as a burnt out party dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go rewatch that. You can yeah. definitely, uh, you know, uh, one of my most beloved TV shows is Psych. I still haven't watched that third Psych movie yet. I keep forgetting. But uh, James Roday is the star of that, and he clearly is influenced by Dean Cameron's performance in Ski School because, it, you, like, the, the delivery and, like, just the, the wacky, you can see, like, oh, yeah, he got – except James Roday on, on uh, Psych, he's funny, and he's charming, and he's likable. This guy's none of those things. So it's like I don't know. But, well, again, are you sure he's not doing Bill Murray more so than taking well, acting lessons from Dean Mitchell? Well, they did make a reference to Psych one time about Dean Cameron. Like, he made a Dean Cameron reference. Oh, okay. Stuff. Like, uh, like Psych, I thought you were going to say watched... a lot about the Lombada. <laughs> Psych is very, like, 80s pop culture-y. They just make tons of references about these movies and shit, so they're way into it. So, yeah, I'm guessing he really did like Dean Cameron. And so, um, <laughs> okay, I don't so, understand. Weird idol This movie have. made $18,000, but they still made a Ski School 2? <laughs> Because they released it on a video, and on video it became like a hit, I guess. But like, right. it actually was successful on video. So I believe Ski School Two was direct to video. So, yeah. I can't imagine that many people bought this thing though. Like, I could see, you know, maybe it doing all right at the video stores because hey, there might be nudity and let's let's rent it. But <laughs> I don't see a lot of people going in to pay like forty bucks or whatever VHS tapes cost back then. <laughs> well, yeah, it was just a rental thing, I'm sure. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there you go, ski school. Next week, hopefully the Ed and uh, Human Tornado. But if not, maybe yeah. ski school too. We'll see. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> or the Meat Pies movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, although I did read one review of it, and uh, they they were not impressed by the Meat Pie movie. But, you know, who knows? Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, so, pervert uh, films are subjective, I guess. I think <laughs> our buddy Scott Baker said he'd be calling again uh, maybe this hour, so I'll keep an eye out for him. But until then, maybe I'll give you my gambling update. Um, yeah. Jank just told me that you can search for sound clips on the switchboard, and it changed my life. So let me uh, – if I can – It is a major time saver. <laughs> no. working. Like <laughs> – like there's like a three second delay. We found after it, everything and then, I then the Lord took it away. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here I'm pressing the B in gambling. Fuck you, British lady. Oh wait, it actually showed up. All right, all right. Here it is. <laughs> I got the horse right here. The name is Paul Revere, and here's the guy that says if the weather's clear, I'm taking Valentine. This guy says the horse can do. But look at that but he wins it by a half. According to this for Paul Rivera. All right, it's time for the big lock of the week. Last week we hit with the three team Swiss hockey parlay. The week before that I think it was rugby. The week before that it was cricket. And I know we lost darts the first week. What was there a Chinese yeah, basketball game in there well. somewhere? Or no, I can't remember the Chinese basketball. I don't. I don't know if I. Mm-hmm. I know I. Where you had I think you talked about that, but. I don't think that's yeah, part I, of the parlay. 
Yeah, I don't think it was a part of the official lock. But either way, we're on a three-week streak here, at least, with uh, the sports. So this week I decided we're going to go to Turkish volleyball, and we're going to do a, <laughs> we're going to do a three-team intergender Turkish volleyball parlay. All right. So uh, first, <laughs> if you'd like to write this down, uh, first in the uh, male Turkish volleyball. Uh, all these games are being – all these matches, I guess, are being played uh, tomorrow, Saturday. We're going to go TFL Altecma to win on the they're money very line. Good. Uh, they're plus 126. We're going to go with them. And uh, then we're going to go with Spore Toto SK Ankara at a minus 280 favorite. We'll go with them. <laughs> and then to round that out, we're going to go into the uh, the Women's Turkish Volleyball League and uh, Ankara <laughs> PPT. No vow at all. And Cara, it's at minus 250. So, again, Turkish volleyball. And Cara, it's TFL Altecma, Spore Toto SK on Cara. And uh, one will get you uh, – it's a plus 329 total. So, one will get you uh, a yeah, 429 back. So, I'll post it on the Twitter there later today. But uh, you want to get in on this lock of the week action, Tuffy. They're hitting. They're hitting. <laughs> because when it comes to Turkish volleyball, no one knows more than me what to look for. <laughs> yeah. I, would bet, I would have bet strictly ladies Turkish volleyball, but they, that was the only match available. And then the men's Turkish volleyball, there's about five matches. Uh, those two, uh, it was like a plus 120 and a minus 230. And then the other matches were all minus 4,000, minus 3,800. So those are like really heavy favorites. For you non-gamblers, like you got to bet a shit ton of money just <laughs> to make anything. So, like even if I added all of them to the parlay, you'd get like a you know fifty cents more or something. So it wasn't even worth it. But uh, yeah, so here we go. We're gonna three-team Turkish volleyball parlay. Can't wait. All right. So last week was the NFL weekend. I did okay on my uh, football bets. Um, I won most of the straight bets there, uh, but I did a bunch of crazy parlays, and uh, I didn't hit any of them. So that hurt. But I still ended up. Ooh. In terms of football betting, I was up, but uh, only probably about 15 bucks or so on the, because, uh, you know, I don't bet a lot of money. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I uh, decided to go back in the slots this week, but I stayed away from Mad Mad Monkey because we're on the outs. And from last Saturday until like uh, this afternoon, I'm up about $180 in the slots. So, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I've yeah, been, getting I've away from that monkey was the best choice you've ever made. for everyone. <laughs> I've been tearing it up. <laughs> All right, here's what I think. Uh, here's what I discovered. Because uh, Mad Mad Monkey, it's 50 cents a throw, basically. You know, you can make it less than that, but it's the way that that game is designed. You really need to play it at 50. So uh, that's a lot. Because if you're losing a 50 cents a throw, uh, you blink and you're down five bucks. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? And you're having a horrible time. So what I did as I started looking for new slot machines that you could just bet like a quarter tops, 20 cents, something like that. And cause then you get, you know, four, mm-hmm. four cracks for a dollar at least. You, and then if you hit something, you tend to get back just enough that you either equal out or it extends your playing even longer. And so eventually I figure five bucks worth of those kind of bets, I can eventually hit a bonus spin. So I went to a game called chicken Fox and it's about a chicken. No, no, no. It's about a Fox. Who likes to eat chicken? <laughs> That's what it's about. Um, and, and to get the bonus spins, you got to get three golden eggs come down. 
all right, on the five tumblers. And, like, the first night I played chicken fox, I hit the bonus spins at least six times. And it was a dynamo. I was over the moon with the chicken fox. Uh, oh, wait. Our, I think our buddy uh, Scott Baker's on the line. We'll bring him on here. I'll, I'll finish the gambling stories mm-hmm. later. But slot machines, holy hell. I'm a professional now. I think I'm just going to quit editing and writing. I'm just <laughs> going to be a professional slot machine player. <laughs> well, you got to make room for your script writing, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but like, on it, 10 it, scripts by the end of the year. Today, before the show, I just uh, I played slot. I figure I'll throw a couple pennies here on the slot. I won 15 bucks, shut it down, walked away. Ain't no problem. I'm a money-making machine on the slots now. You understand? So uh, we'll get into that later. But all right, let's see if Scott's on the line. Uh, Scott Baker, are you on the line? I'm here. Hello. Hey, there he is. Scott Baker. Welcome to the show. Hey. Uh, yeah, there's, there's Jank and Tuffy are also on the line with us. Hey, Jank. Hey, Tuffy. Hello. Yeah. What's Sadly, going on? Larry's not here. I know you're a big Larry <laughs> fan. But Larry, Larry's very busy. I heard he enrolled in <laughs> yeah. a ski school. He's in a ski school up north. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Baker, uh, before we get into uh, other stuff, did you ever see Ski School? Because it is a Canadian production. I have never seen it, no. Hmm. That's not hard. Much. Fair <laughs> enough. Now, now Scott, you, you are the uh, Canadian, right? Like our buddy the Ryan. Uh, what part are you? Yep. In, are you in Western Canada? Yeah, I'm in Victoria. Yeah, how about that? East East Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's it like in uh, Victoria these days? Oh, it's wet. Uh, ah. We had some snow over the break, but uh, it's all gone away now. Do you usually get a lot of snow up in Victoria? No, not usually. Just usually oh. like one or two dumps a year. How about that? Very close to Seattle. <laughs> Just like Good my grandpa. Good thing I'm not wagering on snowfall because I would have lost a bundle on that one. I would have mm-hmm. thought you got a lot of snow up there. But all right. Fair enough. Uh, but Scott, you reached out to me like a week or so ago. And you're like, hey, uh, I'm a big fan of the show. And I said, well, that's just a lie. You're not a big fan of the show. <laughs> no, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> but uh, but you're going into the hospital, and you wanted to call us from your uh, your hospital room, live on the air. Yeah, that didn't turn out too well because I was all drugged up. <laughs> yeah, but the why you were in the hospital, though, that turned out well, right? The procedure went well. Yes. All right. Well, yep. that's all that matters. Yeah. I have, I have a frank in the ear now. Yeah, do you want to talk about this or no? Do you want to tell the kids? Yeah, what yeah, happened? I'm good with it. Yeah. All right, well, so, tell the tell the kids what happened. So I found out in September I had uh, melanoma in my ear, skin cancer. So uh, now, just to be now clear, in clear, though, the the doctors when they told you that they did not say that it was caused by listening to terrible podcasts, right? No, <laughs> I, I didn't bring that up. Maybe I should right, bring cool. that up next time. I <laughs> no, talk don't to the doctor. It. <laughs> Do not make Yeah, we don't have insurance. <laughs> yeah, so, so you had to go in to have, like, uh, something on your ear removed, right? Yeah, so they nice. they cut off about half of my ear, and Ooh. then they uh, took out some cartilage from my ribs and then put the cartilage in my ear part and then sewed it back on my ear. Holy so. hell. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound comfortable at all. Like, do you have a no. still all bandaged up? Because it's been about what a, two weeks. Is it still all bandaged it's not bandaged. Up? It's uh, just a bunch of stitches, and it's 
pinned back to my head, and then in about six months, I go in for another procedure to make it look like a normal ear. Oh, my goodness. Well, our best wishes to you there, Scott. That's, that's the, can you yeah. hear out of it all right? Yeah, yeah it doesn't affect. Man. Look at you. You Canadians are tough. So uh, I wouldn't be going anywhere for uh, talking to anybody. I'm sure as I wouldn't be calling terrible podcasts and radio shows. <laughs> that much right now. You don't go anywhere now, so that wouldn't be much of a change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad everything worked out, though, Scott, because uh, you're a family man, too, I believe, right? Up in the, you got a, you got yep. the wife and you got the kids. How about that? Look at you. You're a real yep. man. Not a, not a shut-in. He likes cats. You're like a real <laughs> fella. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Uh, so when did you start listening to this terrible radio show? Oh, it was, I think, back in 08, probably. Holy fuck. Close to the beginning. Yeah. Glory days. I've been, I've been listening since the beginning. <laughs> The glory days. <laughs> yes. I used to be on the Damashek message board as Rensco. Oh, no shit. But I, but I haven't been admit- on there for years. All right, let me know if this is true or not. But I pictured, as soon as you said that, I pictured in my mind, did you have a little avatar of like a little guy in a, like a blue and yellow suit or something? Like a, he was pointing or something? Or like a character from a game or something? Oh, maybe. I, I can't even remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> As soon as you said that, it popped in my mind. So I think so. Um, he seemed like he was a famous character from a, some sort of thing, but I don't remember who. But anyway, uh, or maybe I'm just imagining it. I do a lot of drugs, so who knows? But yeah, I remember Rensko. I remember that name. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, 2008. I, when did we start this? 2007, I think. Yeah, seven or somewhere around there. Yeah. So wow, from the beginning. Holy fuck! Hopefully, you took several years off along that stretch. <laughs> no, no, no. You've been listening uh, to the show. Since 2008? Every week, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> God bless you, sir. I have no... This always blows my mind that people actually listen to this. Yeah, it was <laughs> shortly <laughs> after uh, Ed made his first appearance on your show that I started yeah, listening Ed, every week. Yeah, Ed, yeah. Ed was a uh, boon to the listenership. He uh, he brought all the listeners over here. Because, um, you know, Ed's taken several hiatuses. He's not scared to take a hiatus. Oh, yeah. He'll just disappear for several weeks at a time. And now since I beat him in gambling, he's scared to show his face. But I think he'll be here next week. But, uh, wow, I appreciate that, Scott. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah. Again, I, I'm going to have to run pretty like... soon. The kids need to be tucked in. Oh, but, uh, oh wow. Just right. wanted to call yeah. and say hi. Well, I, I really appreciate the uh, the support. And let let us know if there's anything yeah. you need. I will be happy to send Tuffy up to Canada to, to help take care of your ear because <laughs> yeah, he's – yeah, and I want to nice. read that uh, Honest John and Sticky Wicket. You know what? Uh, interesting you bring that up. I'm the, doing another rewrite on it right now, and I'm probably going to release it on uh, within the next maybe week or so, depending on how that goes. So, uh, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for supporting me there, too. I appreciate that. And I'll tell Larry you said hi, all right? Um, okay. So yeah. I'm sure that will make him feel better. But, Scott, just uh, let us know if you ever need anything. Uh, feel free to call whenever. And uh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Our best to your family totally. as well. There he goes. Scott Baker. Thank you, buddy. There he goes. Appreciate you, Scott. How about that, Tuffy? Yeah. He's been listening to this show every week since 2008. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I yep. have two from about that time, so. Yeah. It's, 
it's so weird I'm because I here. just assume no one listens. And then yeah. I just go about my business, and then someone will say, oh, I heard the show. It's like, what show are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's right. I do a show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Wait. Is it the cat telling you this? <laughs> no. Like, people I <laughs> – some people I interact with, like uh, my writing chums, uh, people from the writing program uh, I know. And they're like, oh, I heard – oh, really? That's crazy because I forget that that gets recorded. And I'm hoping some of yeah. that gets recorded. <laughs> well, we learned last night that you forgot when Mike De- – or when Mike L was last on the show, which was just a week ago. <laughs> yeah. We recorded two more <laughs> We recorded Flea Market Fantasy last night as the last uh, week of January. We did Wolverine issue one from 1982, and we were shooting the shit there. And I said, uh, hey, Mike L., remember when you were on the show, we did Beastmaster? When was that? That was like a month ago. Right now, he's like, last last week. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> 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 it seemed like that was a long Brandon. time ago. Both got that all mixed up. the days up. are just one haze. Yeah, it seemed like a very long time ago. But uh, thank I you. I assume you talked to Brandon in the week, and he said it. Yeah, I think I was on the show uh, last month, two months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, they all bleed together. I, I have no idea. Like, it is crazy. <laughs> all right. Uh, my nephew was over here today. Uh, my, I have two nephews. Uh, it was his birthday recently, so he came over and gave him presents. Hey, I drew on his card. I drew a monkey nice. on his card because that's just the kind of guy I am. I draw monkey on things. Um, but, uh, he came over, he just turned, uh, what is it? 19. And my other, uh, yeah, my other nephew's 21. Uh, so this fella here just turned 19. I believe I'm doing the math properly, right? Yeah. 19. (laughs) So, uh, but get get a load of this. Um, There's a few things I want to talk about you about my my nephew, but, uh, he's 19. He's He's going to Seton Hill university. My alma mater where I got my writing degree from, but he doesn't like the school. He wants to be a state trooper and that's what he should be because his father's a state trooper. Um, you know, my dad was gone and he, this kid, since he was a wee little kid, he wanted to be a state trooper and he kind of wavered on it a little bit, but now he's back. This is what he should do because he's made for it. He's built for it. He's born for it. Uh, that's who he is. That's what he should do. But he has to get a like at least one year of college in, before you can be a troop for some reason, they have this like requirement yeah. trying to hammer out one year at Seton Hill and then like maybe see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. You, you have to do something. You have to get a certain amount of credits or something. I don't know. Yeah. So he's trying to stick with, but while he's doing that, he's also working as an EMT. Like he's a, he's a qualified EMT yeah. who goes out on the ambulance to like, you know, people who are having, you know, calling nine at one, one, he, my nephew, that little pipsqueak people guy. People do that at 19? <laughs> well, here's the thing. My dad it's accomplished more than you have in your whole life. My dad did it when he was 18 and 19. In fact, when he came, my dad joined the Army when he was 17. And when he came back when he was 19, he uh, married my mom. And uh, then he started working as an ambulance driver for mutual aid, the ambulance service, because they had just started in Greensburg. He was like one of the first ambulance drivers and EMTs. So, yeah, so he's following in his grandfather's footsteps as well. But, uh, yeah, because he's also a volunteer fireman, and he's been a volunteer fireman for, like, three Holy years. Holy hell. And, and because of that. I'm going to calm down over EMT. there. I know. <laughs> and and, he, and uh, he became an EMT off of that. And he also was working at a, uh, car, uh, like a car dealership 
he would wash the cars and like drive the cars to different dealerships and stuff. They would let him do that. And um, so this kid, he's, he's something, this kid, you know what I mean? Like in every area of life where I'm a complete washout and a failure, which is all of them, except for maybe like (laughs) one, (laughs) this kid's killing it. You know, he's killing it. (laughs) So, uh, like a young Batman, this kid. Yeah, just learning yeah, all the different school, disciplines. He was a high school wrestler. Uh, he's got a, he's got a lady. He, he's he's killing it. This guy. All right. So, uh, but he's telling me these stories about going out as an EMT about these kids. Uh, oh, these are horror stories. And um, but he's already handled multiple dead bodies, like going to scenes of overdoses mm. and stuff. And like he just does it like nothing. Like it's just normal. I'm like, no, that's not normal, showing up and dealing with dead bodies all the time. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so hopefully I want to get him on the show because I told him about our, uh, the gimmick I had. Remember, I had the idea LCS Talks to Kids, and I, and I had that <laughs> yeah. idea at first with my other nephew. I was talking to him. So I told this nephew, the 19-year-old, I'm like, hey, I want to get you on the show sometime. We'll do uh, just to see what you know, like pop culture-wise, <laughs> because you're so yeah. young. Because the topic came up today because I mentioned Columbo. And he oh, has, shit. has a no one, clue. Not 75. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea That's who heartbreaking. No oh, idea. Yeah, that seems appropriate. <laughs> I'm blessed for it. <laughs> he was saying he and his Ooh, girlfriend watched some show heart. on Netflix. Do you remember that old show, uh, One Tree Hill or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said his girlfriend uh, got him into watching that show on Netflix because yes, they brought it back on Netflix or they just showed the old episodes on Netflix or whatever. So they started watching that. And I said, what, you should, why don't you get your girlfriend to watch Columbo with you? And he's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I'm like, it's Columbo. The guy, the, the, the detective, the raincoat, the cigar, Peter Falk. And Not he looked at the me. same genre of television shows, I would have to say. <laughs> and Look, I love Columbo, but telling your nephew to get a girl to watch it is just making sure he'll yeah. never get laid. <laughs> yeah, like he, if you had said, oh, she likes One Tree Hill, you should watch Dawson's Creek also, that would make sense. Oh. Tuffy, <laughs> I only have two suggestions. I only have two <laughs> suggestions when I tell people to watch something. One is Columbo, and he had no idea. And I said, Peter Falk. And he just looked at me. I'm like, you have no idea who Peter Falk is, dude. And he goes, no. He should not know. A 19-year-old should not know who Peter Falk is. <laughs> and then the second suggestion I had was, uh, what about Cheers. Alf? Can you watch Alf? Oh, there you go. He didn't know who Alf was. Oh, he should know who Alf is, at least. <laughs> yeah. That's like, an American institution. You don't know who Alf is? What the fuck is going on here? Oh, by the way... Uh, that uh, Dean Cameron fella before the show I was reading up on him and he was on three episodes of Alf and he, he tells some stories about being on Alf and how, you know, it was, he didn't show up until season four when that was the final season and the cast had already pretty much checked out. And he said they were filming a scene, Max Wright, uh, the mom and Sheen and uh, Lynn, the daughter and Brian and the family were there. He wasn't in the scene. He was just watching from the side there. And they were preparing to film the scene, I guess. They were, they were blocking this, the cameras and stuff. And uh, the mother says, I have nothing in this scene. Why am I even here? Like, what, do I have to be here? <laughs> and Max Wright just whipped the fuck out. He just went nuts. And, like, the daughter said it, too. She's like, yeah, I don't do anything in the scene either. Mm-hmm. And he flipped out. And he started saying, you never want to be here. I show up to work. When I show up here, I'm ready to work. You don't want to work, and neither do you. And he pointed to the daughter, and then he says, all you want to do is 
I want to work. You just want to shop. <laughs> and, they, and, he said, <laughs> and he said they both stormed off the set, the two ladies. And uh, Max Drake was still yelling. So then uh, uh, Dean Cameron, he says, uh, he, he looks over at the director there, the producer, that Paul Fusco guy who created off and everything. And he says, oh, well, before, oh, well, there's one other thing. Uh, so Max Wright says, uh, oh, he had two lines where he just screamed something. Um, I can't remember what the first one was. But then the second was, why don't you put us on sticks? Where are the puppets? Where are the puppets? And then he stormed <laughs> off the set. <laughs> you don't do that. So then, so then Dean Cameron, off, you know, off screen talking to the producer, he's like, hey, uh, does uh, Alf ever throw tantrums? <laughs> and, Paul, and, Paul, and that he said Paul Fusco was very deadly serious about it, and he just stared uh, off in the distance. And then uh, under his breath, he said, "No, no, he doesn't." <laughs> I mean, that is the funniest Dean Cameron line I've heard today. So <laughs> yeah, if Dean Cameron was dropping yeah. lines like that in Ski School, that movie would have been awesome. But yeah, oh, dude, <laughs> Max Wright, he was something, man. Because I guess he he grew up uh, like he was uh, a stage actor for many many years, and I guess uh, so coming in to do a, a show with a puppet was kind of uh, he was really good on that show uh, by the way. If you've never seen Out, yeah, Max Wright was amazing on that. <laughs> yeah, show. yeah, sure was. Like like if you're watching Max team. Wright, you you would never believe for a second he's interacting with a puppet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's really <laughs> like, he's acting with Out, but. Uh, yeah, he was, well, he was the one who just walked off the last day, right, and just didn't say anything to anybody. Just didn't say goodbye. In the car and he's gone. Yep. They said cut. He just turned around, walked off the set, and left. Didn't say goodbye. <laughs> oh man! Uh, what a right. character! <laughs> there you go. But yeah, my nephew didn't know who Alf was. That's where we were. Yeah, my nephew. So, uh, but my nephew. I is, mean, Columbo. Uh, that's fair, but Alf. <laughs> My nephew is willing to come on the radio show. He's eager to do it, in fact. So uh, nice. maybe – now, I told him we do usually do it Friday nights. You know, he's probably out getting it done Friday nights. But he says, no, nah, yeah. Fridays usually he's not busy on Fridays. He busy watching One Tree Hill. Yeah, <laughs> he tends to stay yeah. home on Fridays. He's not saving he people's lives. He can while he's out yeah, doing EMT work. <laughs> yeah, he's literally saved someone's life. No jive. He saved a man's life wow. with, like, CPR and shit. And meanwhile, Damn. I'm, you know, making jokes about Alf. Playing Mad Monkey. <laughs> You're saving a good bean that you dropped in the couch. <laughs> good Lord. Spending an uh, obscene amount of money to get Asuka in Champions. <laughs> I'll be honest, Tuffy. I'm about You're betting on, on Turkish volleyball. Yeah, since I found <laughs> Turkish volleyball and slot machines and online gambling, I'm kind of tapping out on Champions because – yeah. There's, there's literally nothing I can do because I can never get those fucking tokens you need to like, like I have the other Oscar I got at five star bronze. I can't take, I need 20 some macho man tokens. You never get those fucking things. So I'm never going to get yeah. her to five star silver and no one else. I can oh, just take, to get her to silver. Else. I feel like I have a ton of those tokens. I, I don't, I'm all tapped out on the macho. Cause right before I got her, I took up mutant doink the clown to five star silver. Again, that's oh, I just yeah. crazy. My nephew, at 19, is saving lives. I just said the phrase, mutant doink the clown to five-star silver. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where my nephew is in 20 years or so when his life's beating him down. We'll see where he is. <laughs> For now, 
Uh, I'm sure, like my nephew, in a, pro- a couple years from now, he'll probably be one of the guards at the education reeducation camp. You know what I mean? He'll probably be giving me my tofu yeah. on a on a <laughs> sliding it into my cell. I don't know what he'll be doing. Tofu? But, You're getting soil and green at those places. <laughs> probably. Mm. But uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so there's no like every I, there's no movement for me. There's no upward movement that I can do because all, I have a bunch of people with five star silver ready to go to gold, but I need all those. I still need at least five tokens of those really really hard ones to get. You never get them. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? And then this month is all Hall of Fame people. Who fucking cares about the Hall of Fame characters? I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Much. So. What? Yokozuna. Oh, you got Yokozuna? Is that what you said, Hall of Fame? Yeah. I, I got a uh, regular Sergeant Slaughter the other day. I never had him, so I, I got him in one of the key poles. Yeah. Well, today was also one of those where uh, you need two Hall of Fame women to do their little tour, and it's like, I don't have two Hall of Fame women. I I have two, uh, some decent ones, but in order to three-star them, you have to have really, really, really good ones. Um, so yeah, I, I couldn't even get to hell mode, you know. But, uh, let me just check my uh, inventory. Yeah. Let you know how many of those diamond tokens I got. Yeah, so I don't have champion. How's the Marvel game going, Jack? Anything new over there? Oh, it's pretty good. Um, they just brought Abigail Brand into the game. <laughs> I have no idea. I know another character everyone was dying for. Uh, she's got, like, green hair. She's basically the Nick Fury of space. Uh, so there's, like, you know, a space agency called S.W.O.R.D., that protects the Earth from, know. you know, inter- interstellar threats and shit like that. So, so yeah, she's the leader of that. <laughs> Does she have an eye patch? No, no, just green hair. It's pretty good looking. Huh. I like green <laughs> hair, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because during yeah. WandaVision, there's a reference to sword on some, and I had no idea what that was. And then you, I think you explained yeah. it to me, like, sword and shit. Like sentient world observation and research. <laughs> Division director, whenever someone like that, probably, whenever someone tries to come up with an acronym like that, I remember uh, get a life with. Uh, you remember get a life, right? The TV show. Uh, yeah. Yep. Why, your, def- why your nephew think... definitely has not heard of that. Why can't no. I think of his name? I love that guy, and I can't think of his name. Elliot. Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. Yeah. Chris Peterson, I think, was the name on the show. But uh, yeah. there's an there's an episode where they did a spoof of uh, E.T. and uh, this alien came down. Except the alien was pretty gross and he just spit everywhere. And so he called him Spewy, <laughs> and he said that stands for Special Person Entering the World Egg Yolk because he couldn't. Spewy. All right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, good life with me. Chris Elliott was so good back in the day. Um, all right. So, uh, Michael, oh, I got uh, at least 30 of all of those uh, five-star diamond tokens is the one you need. Like that's the Macho Man one, the Macho Man bandana? No, that's the uh, four-star gold. I got plenty of those, too. Like what's the five-star diamond? Like the super deluxe? The American one? flag. Lex Luger's flag. Okay. So you mean you can take – you have a bunch of those tokens ready to go when people are ready to go to five-star gold? Uh, yeah, I could take uh, zombie Drew McIntyre whenever I feel like it, but – Really? 
Holy hell. I've How are you been, getting uh, I feel like those pop up all over. Maybe we're talking about two different tokens. I'm trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many tokens. Yeah, I also I never level American... anybody up. So I don't think it's the American flag. I think <laughs> it's one... Isn't there a level higher than the American flag? Like five-star, the emerald tokens? Well, that would be to take thing... them to gold. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. For the gold. Oh, you're talking about taking her to five-star gold? Uh, fi- her to five-star silver. Yeah, we're talking about two things. I need the Macho okay. Man bandanas. I have the American flags I need. I need the Macho Man bandanas to get her up. Yeah. But I, but and then to get five star silver people to five yeah, those, star gold. Okay, yeah, those other ones, yeah, those are impossible to yeah. ever get, basically. And it's like, so I just hit a roadblock. I can't really advance anymore with the characters I want to take up. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm losing interest. I can be betting on Turkish like when they, so. When they first introduced those, I think you could get five and you could pick whichever color you wanted. Yes. So I got five red ones. Right now I have six. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a year ago. Yeah, because I got uh, I, I took the five for Oscar, and then I eventually got the five other ones. So that's why I got Oscar maxed out. But uh, otherwise, it's like, yeesh. I got Becky up to five star gold, but she was a WrestleMania. I mean, no one cares about this because they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, people still listen to this show <laughs> every week. <laughs> for yeah, but you know what people do care about the slot machine. Because I want to tell you, I not only did I win with uh, ch- what is it? Chicken. I think fox? people yeah, care about fox. that either, but you can no, go no, ahead. no, no, no. Chicken fox is great. I play the chicken fox. I hit the bonus spins repeatedly. <laughs> now again, because I'm doing. Oh, by the way, you log into chicken fox. I'm betting a quarter. All right, that's the lowest you can go on chicken fox. They have options where you can bet like hundreds of dollars per spin. Like who is throwing hundreds of dollars <laughs> per spin on chicken fox? Like what the fuck kind of a degenerate is doing that? <laughs> you know, like Lord. <laughs> but Give now fast forward. Yeah, fast forward a couple months and I'll be doing it. But <laughs> for right now, it's a quarter of spin. And uh, like like when you hit the, you can hit for like when you get the bonus spins, you can hit for one time I got bonus spins I didn't get anything, but then another time the max I hit was like thirty three bucks. But you know that's a nice little win there for uh, a quarter. And then uh, another uh, one called Smash the Pigs. That's great. I love Smash the Pigs. <laughs> so good we, I, we could play that one live on the air because it has a, it has a catchy little song where they sing like smash the pig you don't win as much money on that one but it seems to hit more consistently so you can like nickel and dime them you can get five ten you know and you can build up uh then one called cleopatra is not too bad i want some money on that one electric tiger not too bad I want some money on that one and then uh the more recent one i found it's like a, a chinese themed thing called uh, 88 fortunes and there's five levels of betting you can do. So I always do the lowest. And last night I hit for 43 bucks. Boom. That's right. Now what? Jesus. Now what, Tuffy? <laughs> now what? A 16 cent wow. spin, 43 bucks? Now what's up? So, uh, yeah. Uh, give it, slot. I'll say give it three weeks, keep a running tally, and <laughs> yeah. we'll see where you're at then. We'll average it out. Yeah, I came You'll back be a negative slot, $300. Guys. Yeah, so because my account was, you know, getting pretty low. I was only going heading into last week on the – for football, I was at like maybe twenty bucks in my account. I'm up over two hundred now. So yeah, because of the slots. So just think if they get lose the slots in town. If they get kitty glitter, holy hell! Well, well, I think the secret is to find a couple because not all these slots are good. Some of them are pretty terrible. But if you find a, a, a one that can play pretty good off a cheap bet, 
and then don't stick too long. And if it's, if it seems like it's cold, go to the other one. So I have like four or five that I can play consistently. If one starts getting cold, I jump to the other one. Boom. I hit and it's working out. So you got a system. Yeah. There. For slots for online. The slot. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be If you great. only pull the, pull the lever halfway. Tuffy, how do you think we're going to fund all these movies we're going to be making, Tuffy? On the back of yeah, my slide. that's through. true. That's right. That's how we're going to do it. There will be no uh, water ski school without my uh, chicken hawk wings. Chicken fox. Chicken fox wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. Though. Smash so. the pigs. Smash the pigs. <laughs> Smash the pigs. Oh, it's so good. Smash the pig. <laughs> but Tom Morello wrote that one. So, yeah, but I, I haven't gone. I tried to go with Mad Mad Monkey. Um, like at some point, I think after I had success with uh, Chicken Fox and or whatever, I was like, all right, let's try Mad Mad Monkey again. And before I blinked, I was down five bucks. I'm like, all right, fuck Mad Mad Monkey. I'm out. If don't out go Mad back Mad to Mad Mad Monkey. No, no, <laughs> no, never again. Can't do it. That monkey's got <laughs> the Ebola virus. I'm just gonna be smashing those pigs. <laughs> Smash the pig. Smash the pig. All right. So there's your gambling update. Um, I'm sure I'll be a millionaire by the end of the month. And next we have <laughs> Kevin Jank with a game of some sorts. Oh, we're ready to go? Okay, let's do this. Yeah. All right. So um, I dusted off this old game I had, uh, Seen It Squabble. It's kind of like a Battle of the Sexes version of uh, Seen It. It's got a bunch I of questions that, you know. I, yeah. I just saw I saw <laughs> seen it recently. For those who don't remember what Cena was, it was a game that it had DVDs, right? And then you'd land on something yeah. and it would tell you to play this and it would play a clip of a movie and you had to answer questions about that clip from the movie. And I remember it's like all the yeah. race. They had a all these versions of Seen It, like Seinfeld Seen It, Friends Seen It, Movie Seen It, all this other shit. But um yeah. That was something. Yeah, I the music it. one, that one was good. <laughs> I like that one a lot. So many good ones. But, yeah, there's, like, a DVD component, but then there's also cards. So there's question cards that don't have anything to do with the DVD, and that's kind of what I'm going to be mining for these questions here. Uh, so there's questions here that are basically supposed to be, you know, about things that, be, that women like <laughs> or things that have to do with women. <laughs> okay. So what, what kind of game we're going to see this how you guys made? do. Wait, what kind of game? <laughs> what like I said, it's kind of a battle of the sexes type version oh, oh, okay, where you're supposed okay, to like okay. you have a bunch of guys and ask them the questions about the girls and ask the girls questions the guys should know and, uh, you know, see and, how they do type of thing. Wait, and you own this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from many, many years ago. <laughs> so you were actually in a, in a room with lots of women and men playing games together? <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lifetime ago, but yeah. there was this time <laughs> when I had friends. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, sometimes Kevin Denk was a 19-year-old EMT aspiring police officer, and look what happened to him. Because with me, it's just me and yep. a bunch of cats. It all goes down the drain. Uh, with you, I assume it's just you and a bunch of Funkos sitting around in a circle uh, playing scenic. Well, that's oh. why he had to buy the to replace all the people who he used to play the board games with. All right. Yep. So. Uh, all right, so Tuffy and I. Uh, they're my new circle of friends. <laughs> we'll try to answer questions. <laughs> now he lines them up like a child having a tea party to play Cenit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you gotten any new Funkos lately? Now, now, Green Goblin, wait your turn. 
<laughs> Any new Funkos? Uh, let's see. From the last time, what have I gotten? I got a movie Funko from uh, the Kevin Smith movies. Um, yeah, that's not going to help. I got some, uh, some new Rocky Funkos. Those are cool. Rocky? Uh, I finally got an Apollo Creed, yeah. I didn't know you liked Rocky. Hell yeah. Those Do you like boxing? Amazing. Um, I like movie boxing. Okay. <laughs> That's not boxing. When you put cool music behind it. Yeah, that is not boxing at all. As long as there's a training montage and some quick cuts. All right. Yep. Huh. I don't have time to watch it in live, you know, time, but you cut pretty well and, and it looks exciting. I was going to say, Jake, we could be talking boxing here on the show. Uh, you know, but all right. Um... Oh, I got a Hobgoblin, finally. Oh, that's a good one. Well, like, is it yeah, the old-school-looking like Hobgoblin one. with the orange outfit and everything? And... Yeah, he's got, and he's actually on a glider. For some reason, the Green Goblin one isn't. He's just kind of standing there like a doofus, but Hobgoblin's <laughs> on a glider. <laughs> yeah, that is weird, because, like, Green Goblin, if, you, if there's, like, a pie chart of, like, time spent on glider, time spent standing, you know, that's just a real <laughs> yeah. sliver of him standing. He's mostly on yeah. that glider all day, you know? <laughs> If he's off, then he's probably not wearing the mask, and he's just, like, you know, dicking around yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> Most of the time, I feel like he's on yeah. that glider. Absolutely. Why would so, you ever get well, off the glider? Yeah. Unless you're going to bed. Uh, yeah. To shower, I think. <laughs> you know? Maybe, uh, I bet that's waterproof. But now if you go to the that, you definitely do on the glider. Just rain it down on everyone. <laughs> He's he oh, all right. what people down below think. Oh, I did get a uh, cool Simpsons one. It's the uh, the Ned Flanders when he's skiing. Speaking of ski school, and uh, <laughs> they call it the stupid sexy Flanders one because he's doing that whole feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know. And Homer's just like he can't get it out of his head. Then he's like stupid sexy yeah. Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. All right. So how is this game going to be played, Jank? Uh, All right. So we got 12, basically, we'll call it cards here. You're going to pick numbers. You know, we'll alternate back and forth. Um, each question will be worth two points. Um, if you get it wrong, the other person can steal. But when you steal, it's only worth one point. Okay. So, and then for every five points you get, I will dip into the the guy's questions and give you one of those and see if you can get that as, a, as like a bonus <laughs> question. <laughs> so I'll the rich be just keep getting richer in this game. <laughs> we, we've talked about this before, but on the spectrum of, you know, a percentage of man to lady, or uh, I'm probably <laughs> just on the borderline of man. I'm like 53% towards man. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you might be good at this. <laughs> or you'll just not My know anything. My nephew's at like 98 <laughs> You know, my nephew's like 98. I'm like, eh, 53. Yeah. I mean, watch One Tree Hill probably take you down a couple notches. (laughs) Yeah. That's how he got to 98. (laughs) But he's also a hunter. He, like, he guts deer and stuff. So, yeah, he's... Oh, oh, damn. (laughs) What doesn't he do? (laughs) I don't know. He's like my... He's fucking James Bond and MacGyver all rolled into one. I don't... (laughs) He's a bizarro Mike Dell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So wow. uh, we'll let Tuffy go first because uh, I don't know. He can all right. So there you go, Tuffy. <laughs> Perfect. You all have right. a marketable skill. So uh, pick a number one through twelve. 
Go seven. Number seven. All right. First question here is, what actress is an accomplished equestrian, first appeared in The Horse Whisperer, and is known for having two different colored eyes? <laughs> oh, shit. What? No, no Googling. Uh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Meryl nope. Streep's first movie is not The Horse Whisperer. <laughs> Yeah, he's been around a long, long time. That's just going to be my uh, default guess if I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, I think uh, the horse whisperer, that was uh, Robert Redford, right? The horse whisperer. Sure. <laughs> that was one of those movies I'm like, I'm never watching that. Uh, so I'm guessing it was a young female actress. Uh, but I, I'm trying to think, go through the Rolodex of young female actresses. But uh, yeah, to be honest, it's the whole thing about the different colored eyes. Like, I didn't even know this about her until, until I saw this question. And I had to Google it. Be like, is that real? Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I know it's not Anna Paquin, but that's what we're looking for. Someone like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> One of them deals. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know who it is. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. The answer was everyone's probably least favorite Lois Lane, Kate Bosworth. Kate Bosworth. Has she done (laughs) anything recently at all? Because she was a thing there for a little bit. She sure was. But I can't think of anything she's been in. I could have guessed a hundred names and I wouldn't have come up with Kate Bosworth. Yeah, I never would have either. I totally (laughs) forgot she existed until you said Kate Bosworth. All right. All right, we're off to a bang-up start here. Um, okay, Mike Dell, pick your uh, number. Uh, number one. Number one. Okay, here we go. First question is, what 1994 Demi Moore movie had the tagline, Sex is Power? Uh, striptease. That is incorrect. Oh! <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Nope. Clearly, he knows it now. Yeah, I know it. Uh, you, you have a steal. Bi Jane. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I have proposal. no idea. Indecent proposal. Uh, oh right? no, that's that's also a what? good guess, but that is not correct either. Hell, <laughs> she she's been in at least three films where the tagline could be "sex is power." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where it could logically be that. Yep. You're not, you're not wrong, uh, but it was Disclosure, the movie she, where she was sexually harassing Michael Douglas in the workplace. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. I yeah. did not know. I forgot that movie existed, though. Yeah, when I think Demi Moore and Sex, I think <laughs> Striptease, Indecent Proposal. All right. So, all right. Yep. Yep. Those were both solid guesses, but <laughs> fortunately, neither of them was correct. <laughs> all right, Tuppy. Your next question is. What Whitney Houston song begins, I believe the children are our future? (laughs) Uh, I will always love you. (laughs) No. (laughs) I am not going to do well here. It is one of her songs. (laughs) As these questions are coming out, I'm starting to realize... This game was probably made in like 2000, so the questions are going to be very 90s focused. 
<laughs> yeah. I can I can sing this song in my head right up to the part where you get to the chorus and then I can't sing <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to say. <laughs> I believe the children are the future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Na, 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 na. I'll show them all the beauty they possess inside. I don't know. I, I can't. I think I can't remember the name. <laughs> Little China girl. <laughs> um, it was the greatest love of all. Oh, the greatest love of all. Ooh. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if all it's right. one thing I take pride in, it's my knowledge of Whitney <laughs> Houston. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're well, you might get this next question. All right. Um you might lose your uh, your 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 degree if you don't get this one right. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> so Mike Dell. <laughs> one wrote Jane Eyre and the Professor. Uh-huh. The other wrote Wuthering Heights. Name the two sister authors. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is tr- this is tricky though because uh I want there's three of them, but it's uh uh Charlotte uh, wrote Wuthering Heights, Charlotte Bronte, and then Emily Bronte, right? And then... Mm, you got it. And then the third Bronte sister, I believe, was Anne. And uh, I, I forget... I always forget the name of the book she wrote. Uh, something with gray in the title, I believe. I don't know. But anyway. Oh, um, so sounds like she's like that, you know, that third Hemsworth brother that no one cares about. <laughs> What'd you say, Tuffy? Did you actually know it? Fifty Shades of Grey? No, 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 no. The no. <laughs> <laughs> Portrait of Dorian Gray? <laughs> Let me see. Anne Bronte, uh, what book did she write? I don't know. We, I'll, I'll look it up. You can keep going. Uh, yeah, All right. All right, Tuffy. Here's your third question from number seven. <laughs> this is a weird one. Uh, green zebras, boxcar willies, and yellow ruffled are varieties of what food? What? There's a lot of food and cooking questions in this. I'll give you a hint, Tuffy. It's not tofu. I can tell you that. <laughs> Green zebras, boxcar willies, and yellow ruffled. Uh, potato chips. Ooh, <laughs> solid not a bad guess, guess, but no. Boxcar um, do you have a steal? <laughs> well, well, I think boxcars. I think. Uh, Fellas hopping the rails, you know, and uh, they eat beans out of a can. So I'm guessing it's not baked beans out of a can. Because the ladies, they love baked beans out of cans. Yeah, they sure do. It's the musical fruit. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, no, that that was incorrect. It is tomatoes. Never had a tomato in my life. And, and, and by the way, <laughs> apparently the book that Anne Bronte wrote was called The Tenet of Windfell Hall. So just like I said, hmm. with gray in the title. <laughs> I was thinking of a comp- – I swear to God she wrote something with gray in the title. Huh? So. <laughs> yeah, so close. Like, at, at least I got trying to think of a song that starts with M. 
and it ended up being Desperado. <laughs> but I, hey, I got two, I got I named all the sisters. I named the books of the other sisters. That was close. You know, yeah, yeah, you got the you still got the answer to the question right. So yeah. that's something. All right, <laughs> we back to me. Yep. Um, all right. What are the four C's of diamond shopping? Come on. All right. You got your uh, you got your color. You got your cut. Mm-hmm. Clarity. Wow. I'm not supposed to be picking numbers for these questions. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, whatever whatever well, number that question. Each, yeah, three in each number. Uh, I picked it. But you know why oh, I know that okay. answer? You know why I know that answer? Obviously, because I handle a lot of diamonds in my everyday life. I'm always shopping for diamonds. <laughs> that's got to be an honest John Churchfield case issue. <laughs> no, it was a question in the original Trivial Pursuit back when I was a kid. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I spent oh. most afternoons memorizing the cards. <laughs> you do not want to fuck with me in the original version of Trivial Pursuit because I will put a. Oh, if I'm one you. thing you did that your nephew doesn't have time to do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy that I still remember that 30 some years later. <laughs> Mike Dallas is on Trivial Pursuit. You name the time and place. Don't ask Ooh. me if Mike Gell was on the radio show last week. But you asked me the four C's of diamonds. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All toughy pick a new number now. Uh, four? Okay, four. Uh, what actresses played Lavinia and Suzette? The titular characters of 2002 film, The Banger Sisters. Banger what? Sisters, fuck. <laughs> uh, it'll be color, cut, I remember this movie, but I don't remember who was in it. Like, I don't remember what it's about. I just remember the title, The Banger Sisters. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, uh, Elisha Cuthbert. And uh, nice, nice pull there. See, <laughs> I like you using your 2000s brain. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll go uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt for the other one. Ooh, I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's a nice guess, but it's Ooh. completely wrong. But yeah, nice. yeah. at least it made me think of Jennifer I think that's Love Hewitt. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Banger Sisters. I I don't know, man. I can't think of anything. Um. Yeah, no clue, no idea. All right. Well, Tuffy, you were thinking in the wrong decade because it, it was some older people: Susan Sarandon Ooh. and Goldie Hawn. I, I was going to guess Susan Sarandon, and then when Tuffy started guessing two thousands, and you said, "Oh, you got your two thousand. I said, "Oh, is that what it was? Two thousand? So I totally forgot. But I never would have got Goldie Hawn though. But I, I Susan Sarandon was yeah. That's a tough one. All right, Mike Dell, pick a new number. Oh, is it still one to whatever? Uh, it's, you got four Ooh. points. Tuffy still has four. not scored a point. <laughs> but, but in terms of the numbers, We're I can get guess, in there. Is it uh, still one? Uh, yeah, to... no, one is off the table now. So uh, okay. four and seven. Don't pick one, four, or seven. I will take uh, number nine. All right, number nine. 
What actress appeared in The Sweetest Thing, She's the One, and Vanilla Sky? All right, when I think, uh, what was the first movie you said? The Sweetest Thing. Okay, when I think The Sweetest Thing, I think of, uh, uh, fuck, who's that girl? She was, uh, I'm so old. <laughs> she was uh, the daughter that you know, that girl sing for Aerosmith. Thing. The daughter that jackass <laughs> sing for Aerosmith. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I think of. But then when I think of Vanilla Sky, I think of Penelope Cruz. And then when I think of uh, that, she's the one. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't even know what that is. So I'm gonna go <laughs> with. Uh, yeah, is it the daughter who's the singer of that stupid guy from Earth? <laughs> I mean, we really can't accept that as an answer, but <laughs> what else do you, know you want to go with? <laughs> uh, she's the leftovers to uh, Empire Records. I'm just giving Tuffy all the clues he needs to get this one. I don't uh, know who you're talking about, Michael. But I'm very old, and I uh, I can't remember things <laughs> except for cut clarity color. <laughs> Carrot. Uh, well, I why, mean, why can't I, right. I? I can't even think of her fucking name, so I don't know. I don't know. In Lord of the Rings. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll tell you this. She's an Armageddon. Whether you pulled her name or not, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> all right, well that's so. a relief. That's a relief. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't, think she was in Vanilla, I don't think she was in Vanilla Sky. Or she's one. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Your your guess, Tubby. Yep. So you didn't guess Penelope Cruz because that, that was the only other person I could think of that was in Vanilla Sky. Ah. Uh, you know, that's your answer? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is also incorrect. It was Cameron Diaz. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yep, Cameron Diaz was oh. in Vanilla Sky, and I think it was her and uh, Christina Applegate in The Sweetest Thing. She's the one. I don't know what the fuck that is, but apparently she was in it. Oh wait, the sweetest. What was I? I was thinking of a totally different movie than sweet than what that sweetest thing was. All right. Yeah. I was thinking. What was I? You know what? I, I was thinking of that thing you do. Remember that movie with the? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of. Uh, the one had Edward Burns, Jennifer Aniston, Cameron Diaz, and John Mahoney are the top four build on uh, John Google. Mahoney from Frasier in an episode of Cheers, where he played a jingle uh, songwriter. All right, can, can we clear up one thing, though, before we move on? Who the fuck is the lead singer of Aerosmith? Because I hate that guy. What's his last name? Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Liv Tyler is his daughter. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. All right. Hey, Tuffy, I yeah. liked her in uh, Leftovers. Remember? Well, wasn't uh, was yeah. she smoking darts all the time in the leftovers? Was she one of them darts? Yeah. Uh, not at first, I think. Or yeah, she was at first because she joined. She was uh, what's his face, Justin Theroux's ex-wife, maybe. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah, the Gary. Oh, not his ex-wife. No, no, no. No, I think in the first Andy season, Brandman. right? No, I, like I want to say too. she joins that little cult that, like, during the first season, Liv Tyler does. Yeah. Jank, you've seen the leftovers, right? I, I some I think the first two or three seasons I never really there's finished. Only three. It, but... yeah, there's only three. Seasons. Okay, there's only three seasons. I may have only seen the first uh, two. It's so fucking good. I love the leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> smoking darts. All right, 
Um, <laughs> is it tough? Firing off them darts. Yeah, Tuffy. All right, here we go. Yep. Now we're going to test your knowledge of authors. Uh, what author wrote the novels Blubber, It's Not the End of the World, and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I don't know. <laughs> what was your answer? Tom Wolf. <laughs> oh, no, incorrect. For lady. Uh, listen, I the only title I know of that is that Margaret thing, but uh, I don't know. I've never read any of these books, but I know this is uh, it's not Judy Bloom, is it? <laughs> yeah, cousin Brandon himself. <laughs> That's what I, good lord. That's what I fucking read of. Judy Bloom spelled a little yep. differently than cousin Brandon, but yeah. All right. Well, you just got yourself to five points, so you're getting the bonus question here, Mike Dell. Oh, nice. Because um, I'm a manly man, I'll get this question right. Because it's about yeah. man things. It's all about dicks. Um, what guitarist, <laughs> I have one of those. All right. What guitarist was a member of Derek and the Dominoes, Cream, and John Miles Blues Breakers? What are you talking about? Yes, I, don't, I don't know what any of those words mean. Um, Derek and the Dominoes, Cream, and John Mayo. Category for shoot breakers. Uh, what color are your drapes in the basement? Is it, is it uh, Eric Clapton? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bang. See, it wasn't as hard as you thought. <laughs> I just All went right. through my mind's Rolodex to find guitarists who are very old. Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, there wasn't a lot in that file, so it was easy to uh, look. No, there is not. <laughs> there are two index cards, Eddie Van Halen and Eric Clapton. There you go. <laughs> oh, all right, Mike Dell, it's your turn. Well, we got a sports question. In 2005, Pat Summit became the winningest coach, uh, winningest coach in NCAA Division One basketball in either men's or women's. With what team did she accomplish? That's ridiculous. The Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> the Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> it says University of Tennessee Lady Volunteers, but I'll oh, give it well, to yeah. you. Come on, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's a uh, that's a uh, gender discriminatory title. They're lady volunteers. No, they're volunteers. Uh, but Tuffy, uh, I know so much because ESPN. Remember back in the day, Tuffy. ESPN. I swear to God, every episode it was just Pat Summit talking to her or uh, John Calipari. I swear to God, every fucking night they're talking to those fuckers. Or who's that other guy? Uh, who's that other guy? The Connecticut coach. No Oriana. Yeah, do you know Oh my God. Enough with the lady basketball talk. No one fucking cares. Enough about any of the college basketball. No one cares. <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah. But if it's Turkish volleyball, give us all yes. the keys. Where's the Turkish volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big parlay going. I need updates. <laughs> oh, all right, Tuffy, you're up here. Uh, what Pat Benatar song includes the lyric... You're the right kind of sinner to release my inner fantasy. 
I don't know if I know any Pat Benatar songs. <laughs> uh, um, I know some, but I, I can't. I think I know one, but I can't think of what it is. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> didn't Britney Spears cover a Pat Benatar song? Hmm. Not that I remember, but I'm not up um, on her catalog that much. I love rock and roll. I don't know. That's not a pet. Uh, Joan Jett. Yeah, Joan Jett. They're pretty similar. <laughs> I can see why you make that mistake. All right. Is it? Uh, uh, that is. Incorrect. Oh, it's my, I can steal it, right? So. Yep. Is it the? Uh, now I don't know the official song, the official title of the song, but is it uh, Warrior? Ooh, no, that's uh, Scandal. <laughs> Shooting at the walls of heartache, bang, bang, I am the warrior. Yeah, that's scandal. Didn't she sing that, though, <laughs> too? No, it was Patty Smith, or Smythe, Patty Smythe. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then what's the answer to this? Heartbreaker. I You're mean... a heartbreaker. Oh, yeah. Dreammaker. Okay. Love taker, don't you mess around with me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard new better we're that in a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Jank sing Pat <laughs> Benatar songs. <laughs> you need a Pat Benatar impersonator in your movie. I'll apply. And, and Jank, I, I just get it up. Uh, Pat Benatar did sing The Warrior. So, look at that. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. I never heard that version. It's also by Scandal. Um, wait a minute. Maybe there's just confusion here. Now, oh, maybe Pat Benatar's <laughs> is called I Am the Warrior. I don't know what that's going to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, she's definitely credited with the uh, Warrior song, so I wasn't totally crazy. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to, okay. All, right. All right. I'll buy it. All right. Okay, Mike Dell, you're up here. What product was Kelly LeBrock pitching when she said, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Uh, oh, fuck. Was it uh, Revlon? <laughs> uh, no. Incorrect. Tuffy. Uh, Maybelline? There you go. That's a good guess. Mm. Those are both good guesses. But apparently yeah. it was Pantene Shampoo. Oh, Pantene Shampoo. <laughs> yeah. Again, I was yeah. all in on Kelly LeBrock until you find out that she was a Steven Seagal for a long time, right? Oh, <laughs> that is a taint. It's hard to scrub that better one off. Better than leading her journey, but not much better. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> journey is fine, Mike Dell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you leave them alone, or we'll be wondering who's crying now. It'll be hey, hey, hey we have someone else on the line. We talk someone shit else about on the line. Another Ooh. caller. Probably want to get on this hot lady trivia action. Let's see if uh... <laughs> caller in the nine three hey. area code. Are you there, caller? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's Aaron C. Thomas, Terrible. everybody. Aaron That's C. that boy. <laughs> That's right. I apologize for interrupting. I know it's overtime. Uh, I called in at nine fifty nine. <clears throat> I called in at nine fifty nine because I know if I don't call in, then. Uh, Oh. You can't call him after 10, so I'm glad <laughs> well, I called well, you guys. I don't mean to interrupt. Well, Aaron, I think you can uh, help Tuffy if you want. You know, the two of you can team up. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, yeah, tag we might team. get one right then. Because I think Tuffy needs some help. <laughs> yeah, we will. All right. Anthony Thompson knows the ladies. He's he's always getting it yeah. done. We'll be a tag team. Tuffy, are you are you down? Yeah. I, I didn't mean to use slang there. Are you okay with tag team? <laughs> <laughs> are you got the F? Like the new heart found. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I'm with hey, who's, All right. Who, who's well, it's time for, for the tag team to pick a number. Right. <laughs> pick a number that's not number. one, four, seven, or nine. Okay, six. Yeah. Six. Okay. What actress starred in America's Sweethearts, Intolerable Cruelty, and Ocean's Twelve? Julie Roberts. <laughs> Tuffy, you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, I'm going to you come to a consensus. I would have had a chance at that one by myself, even. <laughs> All right. That is incorrect. Oh. No. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> oh, you can't just keep saying guesses. You get <laughs> <Yeah>. one guess. <laughs> the one guess only. We got two players. We got two guesses. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to work together. You know, <laughs> get the pin. Someone's got to be outside the ring. You hear what I'm saying? As a tag team. All right, so, we'll all right. have to whisper. We'll have to whisper what? to each other, Tuffy. What? Yeah. We'll we'll I'll be honest. I thought they were right. I thought they were right. So, what were the movies again? Yeah. Uh, it was America's Sweethearts, Intolerable Cruelty, and Ocean's Twelve. Oh. Um, Sandra Bullock or Julie Roberts? I mean, it's not Sandra Bullock. It's one or the other. No, it's it's neither of them. It's uh, again, I'm so old. It's the lady who was married to Michael Douglas, and he says he got throat oh, cancer from yeah. giving her oral Catherine sex. Zeta Jones. <laughs> Catherine Don't Zeta tell him the answer. <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. Tracy <laughs> Thompson's just tagging in on everyone's team. Shit, sorry, sorry. All right, that that that's a one-time thing. That's a one-time mistake. I won't make that mistake again. I promise. Yeah, All right, well, that is correct. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Michelle, you get a point on that one. <laughs> God damn Michael it. Douglas? Sorry, Tuffy. <laughs> what about Michael Douglas? 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 there. Yeah. <laughs> I distracted the referee. Yeah, I'm not, I was just, uh, I was ready to go. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Mike Dell, you get a bonus question because you're up to 10 points here. Another manly uh, question. So. Yeah, we'll see if you can get this one. Name the 2001 movie that has Josh Hartnett musing, nobody asks to be a hero. It just sometimes turns out that way. Is that uh, Armageddon? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was like Down? I yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep, if only there were steals on the bonus questions. Yeah. <laughs> was that kid in Armageddon? So- no. No. I, I never saw it. So. Yeah, are there any Armageddon questions? Because I got those covered, I think. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but it's not looking good. <laughs> All right, Mike Dell, pick, uh, pick a number. Uh, let's go with uh, – what, what does it go up to again? Uh, it's up to 12. All right, we'll go with One, number 11. One, four, six, seven, and nine are off the table. All right. Number 11. What 
2000, uh, what 2004 movie features the line, half the people in this room are mad at me, and the other half only like me because they think I pushed somebody in front of a bus? <laughs> I think I know that. No, I, I think... <laughs> yeah, uh, you might. This might be a Sandra Bullock situation, right? Um, but... I can't remember what the movie is, so go ahead, Tuffy. Steal it. <laughs> what, read the question again. What year was it? Uh, this is 2004. Uh, Featured okay. the line, half the people in this room are mad at me, yeah. and the other half only like me because they think I pushed somebody in front of a bus. That's for Mean Girls, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Is, on the board. Gonna be my that guess. is not what I was thinking of at all. Feeling the Tina Fey question. Yeah, Tina Fey and uh, Lizzie Kaplan as well. Young yeah. Lizzie Kaplan was in that. Oh, well. yeah. 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 Uh, what was I th- – I was thinking of the one – wasn't Sandra Bullock in some movie where she ha- pushed a guy – or uh, she, she, someone was hit by a bus, like Bill Pullman or something? Or? She was uh, honestly oh, while you were sleeping or one of those? While you were sleeping. Might have been something Speed like 4. Right. <laughs> I think there was a sequel to Speed 4 that went straight to VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Third Dean Cameron. They said he's yeah. pushing people in front of the bus to stop it from blowing up. Oh, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> we got a bus and a boat this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, tough of your question. Uh, we're on six. Um, on what show would you find wait, characters no, 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 no. named wait, 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 Ryan? Wait, 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 wait. We're on eleven. Yeah, we're right, on six. On six. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we pick six. He's uh, eleven. I don't even so understand how the game goes. Because I thought because you picked six, like we got three questions in a row from six, and then I picked. Uh, yeah, I'm not even paying attention to the fucking game. No, we've both I've been picking numbers. Yeah, you guys. You know, Tuffy gets. Three questions from six, and you get okay. three from eleven. All right, just let it be known that I don't even understand this game, and I'm still whipping your ass. All right, let's put that way. <laughs> it's true. So, <laughs> all right, on uh, on what show would you find characters named Ryan, Seth, and Marissa? The OC. <laughs> go on there. The OC. Oh, nice. yeah, that's... Didn't even have to yeah, think about show. that one. Uh-oh. I'm making yeah. a comeback. Tell your nephew to check that back. one out, yeah. Mike. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell! No All hesitation. Right. All right. I went to oh, high this school could be a in 2003. Here. I went to high school yeah. from 2003 to 2007, so the OC was pretty prominent yeah. during those hey, years. By the way, a lot of my these other questions nephew, might be in your wheelhouse. My other nephew, the 21 year old, apparently he started watching the OC because they're showing that again somewhere. So all these new these <laughs> HBO Max. They're watching the OC now. HBO Max. It's on HBO Max for free. There How about Seth Cohen? Like, you know, neurotic, all that shit. Yeah. Summer Roberts. I'm like, no. I, I never watched that Tell show. Tell him to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I wouldn't have either. No, watch the OC. Forget Buffy. <laughs> well, the problem prob- Josh Whedon's been canceled. Only- he can't watch Buffy now. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> no, I, I read that article. Will. I read that article about Joss Whedon. There's a big article about him where they're saying he's a t- – he just sounds like a dick. But I don't know if it's any yeah. – like, yeah. ruin yeah. his career. I mean, I, yeah. it didn't seem like he did anything totally horrible or anything. You know what I mean? He's no, just an asshole. Right. kind of a, dick. a Hollywood douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Now, what happened? Did he tackle some girl on a couch? 
No, nah, he was just kind of like inconsiderate to women, calling him like fat and stuff. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give him a hard time because she got pregnant. And, and yeah, apparently Ryan he always had the same. He, he always claimed to be a, big, think... be a big feminist, and then he was banging everything that moved on the Buffy set. I guess he was sleeping with all these <laughs> young actresses. and. Uh, yeah, I want to know who he was banging. <laughs> but no but, one will say online. I'll tell you right now, though, Ryan if Adams. I ever see him, he he got he said something mean to Charisma Carpenter, so if I ever see him, I'll smack him in the mouth with a wet rag, just like he had. <laughs> I love Charisma, Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll say Ryan Adams, uh, he got canceled for doing some 14-year-old shit when he was 40. You know, like texting girls, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Mandy Moore, <laughs> texting girls, I'm going to kill myself. You know, like uh, whenever he's four years old, I don't know. So, huh? He had to stop touring. That's Ryan Adams, (laughs) not Brian Adams. Yeah, Yeah. Brian Adams is a good Canadian. Doesn't do anything right. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of underwhelmed when I read that Joss Whedon article. I was expecting him to be like just this horrible human being, but it's like, yeah, he just sounds like an asshole. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, he comes off as someone who doesn't even get that he he did anything wrong, but <laughs> and he just kind of blames other people for his all of his problems. But yeah, yeah. he doesn't seem like a, a great guy. But I don't know. yeah, I was expecting much <laughs> much worse though. Like the way worse were than talking. Jeff Garland, <laughs> who also <laughs> yeah. sounds like is just an asshole. Yeah, that yeah, guy's I'm sure there's a lot of that in Hollywood. Yeah. Is that the guy <laughs> from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. yeah. He got fired from his well, other I mean, sitcom. The Goldbergs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at him. You know, wouldn't you be an asshole if you looked like you? You know? <laughs> it's a hard life, clearly. <laughs> he, had, he had to fight some battles, you know? <laughs> oh, All right. Well, Mike. All right. Cal, I got a bonus question. Here. No, you're, you're not even a five uh, points yet. Nope. You got three points so far. I got a five points to get a bonus question. Yeah, you, I'm like, <laughs> and I've had two bonus questions. So you do the math on that. I thought if I got a question right, I got a bonus question. No, you have to get the five. No, you gotta get every five points. Oh. Yeah, these rules are very intricate, Tuffy. <laughs> Should have read the pamphlet ahead of time. <laughs> All right, Jank. All right, Mike Dell. Terrastase, uh, Matrix. And KMS all specialize in what kind of product? <laughs> what the fuck? Good luck. What's the list? Tampons? I have no idea. Kerastase, <laughs> Matrix, and KMS. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, makeup. <laughs> I don't know what the ladies thing is. I have no idea. That's a good guess, but no, not right. correct. Tuffy, Aaron? Uh, we'll do now, if we steal, do we lose a point? No. <laughs> no, no you, can, you can guess and you don't lose anything. <laughs> you get uh, a point. Hairnets. Yes. Hairnets. Who wears fucking hairnets, Tuffy? What is this, 1930? <laughs> Who's wearing a hairnet? Curlers? <laughs> Electricity. Uh, you know what? Curling iron? I, I can't. <laughs> it there is a hair is. care product. So, well, well you curlers need a hair, hair product. Yeah, you need to get some more. I can't say that they don't right? make that. 
<laughs> Got to plug that in. Got to plug that in like the Matrix. I, I mean, like I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, you're you're close enough. Yeah, hell yeah, Tuffy. <laughs> I made that for my interception. I'm sure they do make curlers. <laughs> I would imagine. They probably make hair nuts too. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, they Man. could. What is KMS? The hair no care product company. <laughs> if, if I didn't know no, any better, I think I'm guessing Jank had Tuffy and Aaron on the uh, Fanduel at like a uh, plus seven or something. He, he's trying to ring the game because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yep. I, I'm doing the in-game betting, so it looked real bad there. For a live a betting. Yeah. Yeah. Way up. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Tuffy, back to your turn. What retailer? Carries the Martha Stewart everyday line of product. Ooh. Alright, let's talk this if out, Aaron. I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking Coles, but yeah. that doesn't feel right. Coles or Macy's? Coles or Macy's? We could just flip a coin. I, I don't want to say Macy's. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not a good tag team. Not a good tag team. <laughs> yeah. Macy's not sharing one brain. Macy's has. All right, we'll go Macy's. Office, we'll go Macy's. <laughs> so that is incorrect. Oh, God damn it. I'll go Coles. <laughs> 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 it would be a real kick in the pants if that was the right answer, but no, no, you're both yeah. wrong. Uh, you're thinking JC too rich Kitty? for anyone's blood. The answer was Kmart. Oh, Kmart. <laughs> I didn't even know no Kmart. Yeah, I was thinking of stores that still exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there's still one or two Kmarts left. I'm pretty sure Kmart's out of business. Yeah, I think it's, like, it's like Blockbuster. <laughs> they got like two stores. <laughs> I wonder no if they moved it. Maybe it is cold now. Well, hey, if they got bought out, simply, uh, I guess my bill would be correct. <laughs> no, no idea. We don't have a judging uh, team. They're part of the same conglomerate. <laughs> no points. Maybe there's like 20 uh, companies under the same umbrella. <laughs> Maybe it's the same parent company like PepsiCo that owns Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Yeah, like Viacom. <laughs> Everything is the right They got MTV, Paramount, <laughs> AMC, whatever. Looks like Walmart's got it now. Oh, oh wow. all right, we're safe. I wouldn't have given Martha Stewart. She was already in prison. <laughs> you no need to lower <laughs> your standards further. <laughs> That's why she had to make as much money as possible. Go to the low, you know, the ones that will sell a lot. Yeah. All right, Mike oh, Dell. Time to get back on the horse um, here. <laughs> yeah, I won't quite the slide. I've missed about three or four. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's a question about vegetables. Hey. Uh, What is the term (laughs) for boiling or steaming a vegetable, then submerging it in ice water? Oh, uh, I've never done this. Is it? It's not blanching, is it? Is it blanching? It is blanching. How about that? And the only reason I know that, 
The only reason I know that is because Blanche is the name of a golden girl. That's how I knew that. (laughs) Yeah. If they had to done that once. There you go. (laughs) They must have. Otherwise, they're just leaving me on the bone. All right. Uh, So, Tuffy, you're trying to pick a new number. We got two left. We got three. We got five. We got eight. Yeah, five sounds good. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. First question is: What 1992 movie had the tagline "The Ultimate Love Skate Relationship"? Uh. <laughs> like love hate, but with love skate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. A ice skating movie or a roller skating movie? <laughs> Maybe. Um, anything, Aaron? Ah, that's the thing. We got a whisper. Let me tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, right now my uh, guess is I Tanya. It's not. But, uh, <laughs> I think that's a 1992 yeah. movie. <laughs> I don't even know if she'd done the, the last thing I can think of. Yeah, that was a 94 thing, thing, I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can think of is that uh, movie about the kid from Cincinnati, or the kid from, like, California moves to Cincinnati, Seth Green and Jack Black are in it. But I don't think that that's was 92. That feels later than 92. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a big roller skate. Uh, we'll go with the uh, MVP most valuable primate. I think there was a roller <laughs> skating monkey or a skateboarding monkey. Well, Ooh, that's what we need to champ. watch on this show. He's an ice skating champ. He played hockey. That's an <laughs> excellent guess. That is incorrect. I think the movie, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a hockey player who got injured and he could no longer play hockey. So he went into figure skating with some girl, and they went to like onto the Olympics or something. And I can't remember what it was called though. Yeah, but, uh, oh no, the Mighty Duck. <laughs> yeah, so close. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know what, what what was it called. Uh, it was the Cutting Edge. The Cutting Edge. Ooh, yeah. no one's yep, talking about that. That was the plot. Yeah, <laughs> probably 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, I'll pick a new number. Number eight. All right, number eight. What 1997 movie has a character named Michelle saying, you look so good with blonde hair and black roots, it's like not even funny? You know, that famous line that we all think of every day. What year was that movie, did you say? <laughs> 1997. I, I was thinking that was like a desperately seeking Susan situation, but that would have been in the 80s. Right? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Too late for that. Uh, hey, couldn't it be uh, – uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Romy and Michelle's high school – Reunion? Oh, you think just because the question had Michelle in it that it's got to be Romy and Michelle, huh? Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wow, how about that? I, 
I was thinking that was later than that, but yeah, 97. Wow, I'm fucking old. Huh? How about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mira Sorvino and uh, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tuffy. Let's see. <laughs> what actor played a nerd on the big screen, a doctor on the small screen, and is married to Janine Lobdell, creator of Styla Cosmetics. It's not Doogie <laughs> Hauser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it Noah Wiley? Mm, a good guess, but no. Well, Aaron didn't even get to uh, consider that one. No, no. I'm trying to stay. I'm like uh, the tag partner that's weaker. Uh, I don't the think it could be much weaker. Yeah. Aaron's this is just tag. two jobbers going in right now. So <laughs> Okay, yeah. We're like the Hardy Boys before they became the Hardy Boys. <laughs> We're going to get you to get boys, one of those bonus questions. Yeah. That's what we got to get to. Uh, yeah, Vince so McMahon close. is trying to get Mike Dell over, so he just put the two of us in the ring for a hand. <laughs> That's right. Here. Yeah, we got close. like uh, neon. We got neon green. Mike Dell's Roman Reigns for all those years. <laughs> Look at Jank with the wrestling reference. Good job, Jank. Um, yeah, so uh, you said he was a nerd on the the big screen, but a doctor on the, on the big small screen, screen and a doctor on the small screen. Oh, oh, uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, there you go. Yep. God Ooh, damn. You're thinking of the wrong the ER fuck, guy. You know, <laughs> he was in Revenge of the Nerds. He was in Revenge of the Nerds, yep. and then he was on ER, right? Was so, Noah Wiley yeah. his character's name on ER? No, that was another actor who was on ER. <laughs> He's a different uh, actor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Except for me. Uh, well, uh, you're up to 16 points, Mike Dell, so you get a bonus. Nice. My third <laughs> bonus question, Tuffy. My third bonus question. Yeah. Well, I'll get there soon. You're older than us, Mike Dell. You have more I'm experience. way older. I'm older than both of you combined. <laughs> Probably. Sorry. Yeah, you're getting all these 90s questions, plus you got that bullshit diamond question, the blanching vegetables question. <laughs> A literature question? Yeah, come on, this works. Right. Yeah, a Bront- not a literature, a Bronte sisters question. Anybody can get that. <laughs> we got Judy Bloom as well. Don't let's not get over that. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, stole that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, in a 1994 movie, when this, when the girl of his dreams gives him a one in a million chance of ending up with her, what character responds with, "So you're telling me there's a chance?" Well, I know. I know the movie. Do I need the movie? I need the character? Yeah, you need the character. I don't know the Ooh. character's names. I never saw that movie. Um, Ooh, perfect. I'm, I'm I guessing. I smell my bonus question already. So, yeah, it's dumb and dumber, but I, I don't know what their names were. A dumb, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he says it's a Lauren Holly, right? Doesn't he say it's a Lauren Holly? I like Lauren Holly. She was something. But, uh, yeah. No, All right, it's not gonna get you the point though. Uh, well, now I gotta remember which character said it because I'm not 100 <laughs> percent which of the two it was. Oh, I remember who said it. Well, this is just for fun. Said. Yeah, you can't steal these uh, bonus questions. So, oh, so, okay. Well, it was Jim. Carrey. Was it Lloyd Christmas? <laughs> yep. Was was that Jim Carrey? 
Louis Christmas? Yeah. yeah. What was the other guy's name? Harry. I can't Harry? think of what his last name would have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just know Cam Neely's in that movie, and I still never watched it, even though I love Cam Neely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Tuffy, let's see if we can get you to that bonus question here. Uh, I thought I had it. What color is chartreuse? (laughs) This is tricky. Uh, Chartreuse. Aaron, I want to say that's like a purple Got any thoughts here? What is this question related to a celebrity, or is it just like a color, like palette question? It's it's a lady. Question. Yeah, it's pretty much a color palette yeah. question. The ladies love the uh, truth, apparently. We're gonna go with the purple, <laughs> I think. All right, that is incorrect. Yeah, uh. it's a it's a green, right? It's a green. Green. You can be a little more specific. Oh, shit. <laughs> This is very. This is like these professors that have problems in college. Like inward, and they're just like going at you. Like, be more specific than it. It's a greenish. <laughs> it's a greenish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. Uh, this is like asking. This is like asking you who played first in face off. <laughs> Uh, it, it's like a, a bluish green, but it's not bluish green. It's like a, a greenish. I don't. It's like a greenish yellow. It's like a turquoise. Like okay, there you go. Yeah, it's a yellowish green. Yellowish oh. green. Yes. Yep. Because here's yeah. the deal, though. I think Tuffy. When I was growing up, Tuffy, I swear to God, chartreuse was always like a purplish or a pink or a reddish color. And then it's just one of the Mandela effects. I think that large oh, yeah. on collider. It, it changed the universe, <laughs> and one of the few things that changed was that chartreuse yeah. is now greenish, yellow, green, or whatever. Because I swear, you yeah, the Berenstein Bears and chartreuse; those are the two yeah. that everybody talks about. <laughs> Wasn't that guy. one of the episodes of What If on uh, Disney Plus, where like you go to a different world and everything is char- <laughs> chartreuse is purple? And, but no jive. <laughs> if you look up chartreuse and uh, Mandela effect, I would guess that that's one of them. <laughs> No doubt. All right. <laughs> the most important thing, though, is I got another question right. So that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're back to you, Mike Dell. Um, who won an Oscar for her portrayal of Katherine Hepburn in the 2004 movie The Aviator? God damn it. Um, Kate Blanchett. Yes. Oh, damn, you got it. How about that? Nice. <laughs> that was a good you impressed? <laughs> you impressed, Tuffy? Yeah, I'm very impressed. impressed. These are very hard questions. Keep, keep in mind, I never <laughs> saw The Aviator. Never saw it. Yeah, I was going to guess like Bridget Moynihan <laughs> or something, so. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have been so good. Have been so good. <laughs> oh, if I awesome. know it, Tuffy, I'll let you know. I will let you know, but we've not been getting some good questions. We've been getting fucking screwed. Like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is at the yeah, point right of now, I'm Naomi, and Mike Dell is Sonia Deville. <laughs> but, but Aaron's on the outside holding the tag rope, stomping the apron, trying to get the crowd in. You know, he's like, come on. That's right, that's come right. On. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so it's uh, whose turn is it? He just oh, got Kate Blanchett, turn. so it's my question yeah. to miss. <laughs> my, my turn to not get an answer right. I don't believe in you. <laughs> um, what 2000 film featured Tyra Banks, Piper Parabo, and Maria Bella? Ooh. Uh, Coyote Ugly? That is correct. Yeah, all right. Because let me tell you something about that <laughs> Piper Parabo. Good-looking lady, yeah. Piper Parabo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maria Bella was also in that... I remember when that came out, that was quite the thing when Coyote Ugly came yeah. out. Like, towards yeah. the lady bartenders, it was like, oh. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know why, but it was. <laughs> yeah. Then I finally got a bonus question. <laughs> yep. You're up to six oh, points. You get oh. a bonus. <laughs> what Baywatch babe was a regular during the early seasons of Home Improvement? Come on. <laughs> uh... If you don't Easy. know it, don't answer it. Well, it's Pamela <laughs> Anderson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. How about that? Just trying to think, making right. sure I had the right Heidi. <laughs> how, how many? So he's at seven points now. Do you just get one for a bonus? Or? Yeah, I uh, get two. Oh, so you get eight points. Getting worried yet, mm-hmm. Mike? Though, <laughs> what am I at? <laughs> you are at nineteen. Oh, one nine. <laughs> one nine. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> you just retire right here. Yeah, I could just stand. Don't even need any more. I'll just stand at 19. Yeah, you don't want to go over 21. I picked up playing online blackjack. Stand. <laughs> hey, do they have, uh, I don't mean to divert the game, but do they have online poker or online shit in Pennsylvania now? Yes. That's why oh, I, I won, won like 180 shit. bucks on the slots this week. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking disaster. Everybody's going broke. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. I'm Mike Dell. I know. Dude, I, better than ever. Smash <laughs> I am smashing pig left frugal. and right. Smashing Aren't pig. You frugal, Mike Dell? Yeah, I don't I'm, again what I'm doing isn't gambling. It's you know distracting. Do you pull out coupons <laughs> at the grocery store? No. No. Unless sometimes when I buy my vegetable chips, there'll be a coupon like stuck right on the bag, so I'll t- I'll peel that off okay. and scan that. But uh, yeah, cut the coupons because uh, I'm just lazy. Yeah, yeah. The ten cents off wax paper doesn't make up for all the time you spent on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I buying wax paper? That's another problem. Have, but all right. Uh, What's, what's next there, Jank? All right, Mike Dell, you got one more question on this one. Uh, name the actor who appeared in Girl Interrupted and has dated Cameron Diaz and Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> this was clearly a while ago. Back right, to that. As soon as, you, as soon as you said Girl Interrupted, I'm just thinking Angelina Jolie and Winona Ryder, right? And I like those, so I'm just distracted. Now, I don't know. Was there a dude in that movie? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Apparently um, so. <laughs> and you said he dated Scarlett Johansson. He must have been the one interrupting the girl. Uh, Scarlett <laughs> Johansson and Cameron Diaz. The only person I knew who dated Cameron Diaz was that dork from NSYNC. And yeah. Scarlett Johansson was like uh, Chris Pratt for a while, right? But he wasn't in any of his movies. Um, 
Did he date her? I think so, right? I don't remember that. He was with Anna Ferris for the longest time. Yeah, Anna Ferris. Was it Chris Pine she was dating? Maybe it was another Chris. I don't know. She was dating a Chris, wasn't she? Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know any dudes that was in Girl... I, the title of the movie, I didn't think there were any dudes in it. It's Girl Interrupted, not Dude Interrupted. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tuffy, Aaron, any ideas? Uh, what do you think about Ryan Reynolds as a guest here? He did, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, but I think that was probably after <laughs> this game was published. Yeah. All right, I was going to say... Freddie Prince motherfucking Jr. But <laughs> nice. yeah, that works. That's a total fucking shot in the dark. Go with Freddie Prince Jr. Then. <laughs> okay, uh, that is also wrong. Um, <laughs> it's everyone's least favorite Joker, Jared Leto. <laughs> Ooh, Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Huh? How about that? All right. So we'll do one more each. So pick another number. Yeah, one. Uh, no, we don't have one. Twelve two, still out there. Two and twelve. Yep, those are both still on the board. We'll take twelve. All right. What actress appeared in Addicted to Love, French Kiss, and Kate and Leopold? <laughs> I've only ever heard of one of those movies. <laughs> Yeah. Guess who Kate was? Guess who Kate was? Your picks. Kate and Leopold. Let's see. Um, who would have been out? I don't even know when that movie came out. We'll go with uh, who's the girl from? Uh, I can't even think of the movie. I'm thinking of the girl from. Julia Stiles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she comes up a lot in these games, but uh, no, she was yeah. not the correct answer. <laughs> well, I, I well, was... Never mind. Is it Go ahead, Aaron, if you yes. have a guess. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say Kira Knightley. No, that's... No. Oh, nope. All right. So uh, I was distracted because I was looking up boyfriends of Scarlett Johansson. Ryan Reynolds, Colin Jost, mm-hmm. Sean Penn... They're married now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, she was married to Ryan Reynolds, and now <laughs> she's married to Colin Jost. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, she's married to Colin fucking Jost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figure Somehow. that one out. Yep. Her first husband was named Romaine Duryak. I don't know who that is. How old is she? She's very good. <laughs> she, also <laughs> did, <laughs> she also did Bro, Josh, Josh Hartnett and Jared Leto. So there you already on her so third husband. <laughs> well, I, she, yeah. I don't think she was married. To, she wasn't married to Ryan Reynolds, was she? She absolutely yeah. was. Hundred percent. Wow. So she, yeah, she's been married three times already. She, she's like Ross from Friends. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, fuck! I mean, there's uh, the good news is there's no way this Colin Jost thing sticks with that track record. No. <laughs> she's probably already got the divorce papers, you know, filled out. Yeah. Just waiting for that day. Just yeah, she, here. she was – yeah, done. Ryan Reynolds was her first husband from 2008 to 2011, then Romaine Duryak, 2014 to 2017, and then Colin Jost from 2020, I want to guess, till 
That seems to be the yeah. Yeah. Year, so. That seems about right. right. Man, that is nuts. <laughs> I got that Romaine Duryak. I can't work tomorrow. <laughs> it sounds like it's a You've got a social distance. you got the Romaine Duryak. Uh, as someone who's been married, I, can't ima- I can understand maybe two marriages. Like the first one didn't work. You figured out what you need and then what you should give for the other person. And then you meet someone and, all right, oh, this one might work. They've been married. They know what they want. So, all right, oh, this will work. All right, let's try that. But three times already? Yeah, but this is like that Hollywood lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Man. Like, she's living that starlet of the much. 50s and 60s life, where it's like you get married because it's what you're supposed to do, but you're going to go through five or six husbands. Liz Taylor. She's the new Liz Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. All right, get, getting back to the game. Yeah. So I was distracted. But, but was the question who, what lady was in Kate and Leopold? Was that the question? That's essentially the yeah. question because you've not heard of French <laughs> yeah. Kiss or whatever the other movie was. <laughs> well, French I think Kiss or Addicted to Love as well. Is it Kate Hudson? Oh, no, it's Meg Ryan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They never really did not go with the biggest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not with her biggest movies. Oh, which. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty okay with saying I don't know a lot of Meg Ryan movies. I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And apparently I no, don't know a lot of Kate Hudson movies that. either. Because I thought it was Kate Hudson. So I don't know a lot of her movies either. But, uh, all right. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, Mike Dell, you're going to get number two. Uh, all right. All that's left. So I'm which, daytime, <laughs> which right. daytime soap immortalized the words like sands through the hourglass? <laughs> oh. Days of our lives. Go blanch your damn vegetables. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Days of our lives. Yep, you got it. And now you're yeah. 21. You hit blackjack, so you get another <laughs> nice. question. Peter Forsberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Apocalypse Now, what actor delivered the oft-quoted line, I love the smell of napalm in the morning? Robert Duvall. Oh, Ooh, nice. Yep. Uh, Are the bonus questions bonuses because they're easier? (laughs) Well, there's (laughs) questions that guys are supposed to be able to answer. Yeah. (laughs) Dude questions. Instead of the questions for the ladies. Yeah. But I think, as I said going into this game, (laughs) I'm pretty close to being a lady. And I think the results are true. So, there you go. (laughs) So, yeah, by winning, you're really losing. <laughs> it's, it's an indictment against my masculinity, which I very have a little of in the beginning. So, all right. <laughs> okay. All right, Tuffy and Aaron, you're up here. Uh, what singer's songs include My Happy Ending, Nobody's Home, and Take Me Home? Uh, Avril Lavigne? <laughs> nice. Don't fuck with Tuffy. Yeah, I'm telling you, you get me into that early 2000s women's pop culture, I am golden. We've established this in the past. Tuffy knows Avril Lavigne. Don't fuck with Avril Lavigne. He He was a skater boy. Hell yeah. Back in his day. He's had like four or five husbands too. So between her and Scarlett, you know, I'm bound to hit the bingo one of these days. 
it's like it's like playing Mad Mad Monkey. You'll eventually hit it. You just got to keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> All right. Well, first question here is, what do the letters in ESPN stand for? Uh, I got a bonus wait, already. Wait. Yeah. Yep, oh yeah. Hit the question. other bonus. Yeah. So this oh, gets oh, me oh. to ten. Yeah. Um. All right, Aaron, I want to talk this out, make sure I don't miss on a technicality. <laughs> he is the only one that I don't know. It's Entertainment and Sports Network, right? Yeah, but P, I mean, that P throws people off. Enter- Entertainment and Sports Programming Network? Oh, Uh-oh. fuck no. No Uh-oh. one would ever name their network. <laughs> Dissension. <laughs> Not People Network. I mean... Go ahead. Just it was in the eighties. It was nineteen eighty one. So go ahead. Just fuck it. Entertainment and sports programming network. Final answer. <laughs> no, that's that spells spewy. Um, <laughs> no, correct. That was right. Oh, that was the right answer. So, so programming <laughs> is in there. I would thought the SP just yep. came from sports. I was. Uh, look it was that. the eighties. They probably didn't know what yeah. the fuck they were doing. But that PSN <laughs> didn't like, sound as good. They could have just named ESN, you know? Yeah. Good job, Tuffy. Nice. All right. Score is 23-12. 23-12. 23-12. All right. I am twice the woman that you are, Tuffy. Twice the woman. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, Mike Dell. Which weight loss supplement has employed Anna Nicole Smith as one of its spokespersons? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, back to the 2000s here. I know the answer. Uh, uh, Slim Fast. Oh, good guess, but no. Aaron Sears. Yeah. I need to know. <laughs> I was a talk show host. <laughs> Jennifer, what, you know what I'm talking about. That fucking, you guess James Jones. Uh, James Jones. Oh, Weight Walker? You talking about like Jenny Craig? Jenny Craig, yeah. That's what we're talking. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> uh, but no, that, well, that was the guess. Track. That's yeah, also the guess. <laughs> Uh, the answer was Trim Spa. Trim Spa. That's something that no longer exists. Yeah, yeah that's a name you haven't heard in years. I would have never got that. <laughs> that's why you don't hear about it anymore. Well, the shit might have killed her. Just giving you know, people speed you is, you know, a good way yeah. to lose weight. Yeah, this counts as conspiracy theories. Sorry, Tuffy. I let you down there. That's all right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tuffy, here we go. Um, what skincare's company or what skincare company's ad slogan is love the skin you're in? Ooh. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, like I've seen uh, it on a commercial, but I know I've heard the slogan, it but it's not good branding because <laughs> I don't know what brand it is. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, my guess is going to be Dove, unless you want to overrule this one here. That's better than I was going to say Maybelline, but I know it's not Maybelline because uh, it's maybe it's Maybelline. So Dove, 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 Dove brand. Um, no, that is wrong. Yeah, damn. 
<laughs> Mike Dell, any steel? Uh, is it Nutriderma? Ooh, that's an obscure guess, but no. Uh, it was Olay. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Olay. Nutriderma. Those, those are all bad marketing, but you know uh, one good marketing brand, Tuffy, that you never forget? They're clean, cuz. My honey's clean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. There you go. And because of that, <laughs> that's like a new Costanza. Jank told me about it. I could find it quickly. <laughs> so there we go. All right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that should be, we should do that game. Just taglines from commercials or jingles. <laughs> what is name what the product was? What is this game called, Jank? Uh, well, what there are questions it? from uh, Seen It Squabble. It's called Mike Dell and the Lady. Up the- Yes, that's the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last question here, Mike Dell. Uh, it's a very similar question. What cosmetic lines ad slogan is because I'm worth it? Because I'm worth it. Again, um, I know the slogan. Yeah, but all those commercials all bleed together. No one can yeah. remember those commercials. Sarah L'Oreal? Maybe Ooh. <laughs> wow, you, you did it. <laughs> That's right. You really do have a vagina. They're clean, cuz. My honey's clean. Oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. That's right. Like, if I came off to wrestle... Like, when I win a match, that's the song that would play. Like, after I pin Tuffy. Oh, that there. would be amazing. Yeah. I still have uh, one of those WWE wrestling games from, on the, like, the Xbox where, like, you could put in your own theme music. Oh, I should nice. figure out how to do that again. And I, I <laughs> smashed them. Bell. I smashed them. <laughs> I stacked them. They're clean, cuz. My honey's clean. Oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. That's what, that's what Roman yeah. says now. Yeah, Mike Dell is my tribal chief now. Stack them. Yeah, acknowledge me. And then, my heart is clean. I know it's clean. All right. So there you go. All right. I guess I well, won, you made right? it to 25, so you do get a bonus Ooh. question. Sweet. Not that you need it, but. <laughs> um, what 19. Yeah. What 1970 World War II movie. Stars Clint Eastwood, Telly Savalas, and Donald Sutherland as soldiers looking to steal a stash of Nazi gold. Kelly's oh. Heroes. Nice. <laughs> I never would have gotten that. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Oh, no, it's Kelly Savalas. Kelly Savalas. He was the original Gary Coleman. <laughs> Tuffy, you know who Telly Savalas is, right? I've seen uh, – what's the other one he's in? There's another World oh, War II movie where it's oh. – um, The uh, Dirty Dozen? I, I think the Dirty yeah, Dozen. Yeah, the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so there you go. I'm a lady, and I proved it here tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> man, Mike Dell. <laughs> I did sprinkle in some of the bonus manly questions, like, you know, Kelly's Heroes and stuff. So, you know. Like I said, I'm like 50. You got, uh, got the Apocalypse Now question, the Kelly's Heroes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Tough, I'm rugged. 
Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the worst at a trivia. You're Tuesday. like that, the tough you guy know? in NSYNC. <laughs> the <Yeah>. bad boy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, boy. I'm wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> All the nerdy really. podcast. I also blanched I my vegetables, my and I know the four C's of diamonds. Yeah. But I don't put my comic <laughs> books in plastic sleeves. I just throw them on the desk. Ooh. I don't care. Shit. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> what's up? You're a rebel. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's how we play Mike Dell's a lady. So thank you, Jank, for putting that together. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no you had a good work that. We learned a lot today. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, I'd like to Jank, see you watch, uh, today. You know? I'll, I'll see if I can figure something out here. Yeah. I'll be working on that. All right, that'll be good. So I'll be working on those movie scripts. You can work on a game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And uh, <laughs> it'll be good. So, uh, all right, we've got about uh, 10 minutes. Peacemaker this week? Peacemaker, Jank? Did you watch the Peacemaker? Yeah, I did watch Peacemaker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched all three of the first ones, and then I watched the new one today as well. Yeah, I watched that last night. Season, uh, or the episode four, I thought was the weakest one so far. Yeah. <laughs> Not my favorite. But, yeah, a lot of it I like. Like, again, since it's like a James Gunn thing, there's a lot of good music. Like, it uses music really well. Peacemaker and Vigilante are great. Like, those two are amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just like the rest of the cast that I I could kind of do without. (laughs) They're just there to be, like, the normal people and have, like, actual pathos and stuff. And it's like, I don't need that. Just get back to the funny Mm -hmm. stuff. (laughs) And they're just kind of like, you know, all the worst cliches of, of modern comic books. And they're just like there to like tell him, no, you can't do that anymore. It's like, uh, no, 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 don't, don't try to harsh peacemaker what he's doing. (laughs) He's like, you know, he's like a Shorzy. If you try to change him and make him tone down, it's not going to be as cool anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Aaron, have you watched the peacemaker? Oh God, no. I'm not in the superheroes that much. But I want to say Sorry. something real quick because uh, I'm assuming we have like 90 seconds. Oh, well, we can run long, <laughs> but yeah. Go ahead. But doesn't it cut off? Oh, all right. I, I just want to say, uh, you know, I realize it came in at the end. But uh, if you if you and the Ed ever schedule a, a time where, you know, he comes on, I'd definitely like to, you know, have a few minutes talking to him about Bonanza, working at Bonanza. And everything to do with the answer. <laughs> but theoretically, about nine years. Theoretically, he's supposed to be here next week because he's supposed to be here tonight, but he had to cancel. So next week he should be here. But I don't know. Unless a UFO abducts him. So, well, we'll see. Then it might <laughs> Unless he makes your celebrity. hi hat. Yeah, but I apologize for not uh, sending something that. 8.15, I said I was going to send something. Once you said the Ed wasn't going to be on, I was like, listen to Meatloaf all day, you know, oh, yeah. crying. <laughs> oh, no. Big Meatloaf yeah. fan? Yeah. I guess uh, I hey, thought that Louis Anderson, or Louis Anderson yeah. also died. The Meatloaf and Louis Anderson. That's what yeah. I saw. Yeah, For one. the rest of our lives, for the rest of our lives, we're going to be dealing with celebrity deaths at least, you know, twice a month. Yeah, because, you know, there's just so many more celebrities now that yeah. yeah. Neither, yeah. neither Meatloaf nor Louis Anderson were exactly paragons of health, so. 
Yeah. Somehow Artie Lang outlived both Norm and Bob Saget. <laughs> so, yeah. Who would have thought Life that would happen? No sense. <laughs> no fucking sense. Uh, what can you do? Chuck Berry right. and Bob Dylan. Those are the two. That those are the two I'm like, man, they gotta go at some point. But um hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon. But you know, you don't wanna be shitting on yourself in the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be doing it here in my room right now either. So, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, living with me by then, Mike Bell. We arranged that last week. So you're good. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll be living with Coffee and Jank. I'll be rotating between their houses. Well, I told my nephew today, I said, hey, you know, just so you can take care of your uncle when he's old. And he said, sure. So there you go. I have three places to live. Oh. Now. And so that's good. And they'll take you in because at least your hiney's clean. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's not just clean. It's Charmin clean. So that's a distinction. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it is about uh, midnight here, so I guess we're done. Um, we got to thank uh, – well, is there anything else to talk – because they, Aaron, they do let us run long, even though they take us off the air, I guess. We found oh, this no. out. Yeah, there's something – but we found this out. I always thought they cut us off at midnight, but they they actually still record us even if we go beyond three hours. Uh, we found that out. Just <laughs> yep. cool. We thought we were off. The air. Well, yeah, there is anything uh, I wanted to say. Uh, I uh, fucked up tonight. I, I said, "Hey, at eight fifteen, we'll get your Twitter and see, you know, a message or blah blah blah." But I, once you said the ad wasn't coming, I just uh, listened to Meatloaf and had some moments. Oh, well, no worries. I'm just kidding. Like, I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of the Ed, but, you know, <laughs> me and him do have a very uh, a very long past. Dang. Oh, I used to call him for basketball picks, college oh, basketball no, picks, in, like, Ed. 2012, like, yeah. nine years ago. And uh, he that's would right. give me good picks, you know? Like, yeah, the, uh, yeah, no joke. The fucking really hilarious. Good like, just because I'm a better gambler than the Ed doesn't mean the Ed is not a good gambler. <laughs> I am just a superior. And you gamble game. now, huh? Yeah, well, I I beat the Ed last week head to head. He wanted Dallas, and I told him San Francisco. It's I'm clearly the better gambler. Um, we'll get into that next week, I'm sure, with the Ed. But, all right. <laughs> do you do parlays or do you do uh, darts? I do. I do way too many parlays, and it's ridiculous because I never win. But I'm very close. Well, see, <laughs> somehow they find the well, FanDuel's, FanDuel's giving everybody a, a free $10 parlay bet on an NFL game this weekend, so i got to make that bet at some point Ooh. this weekend. Uh, but it has to be at least a plus 400 odds, so that means in three legs of a parlay. So, you know, you're going to have to pick some shit. But I, I don't know what, any advice what game I should go with. Uh, I know, Jank, you love your playoff football. I'm sure you have some advice on what game I should try. And... Do you have to pick yeah. just, like, who wins type of thing? Or no, no, no. Do you do, like, These know, same game shit? parlays. They they have so many options. You can pick the winner uh, the point, by the money line point spread over under, or you, they break it down by players. So you can get you can bet the passing yards, receiving yards, rushing nice. yards. You can do alternative spreads, alternative yardage totals. Who's going to score a touchdown? Who won't? You can do all kinds of shit. So uh, it gets very complicated, and you start overthinking it, and then you end up getting five out of six, and you don't win any money. But uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Has Illinois legalized gambling? I have no idea. Yeah. I know we got so you guys and all that stuff. Bet. I think. You guys could bet if you wanted to. Dude, you got to get in there, man. Start playing. No, you pay. don't. 
Smash the pig. Yeah, start playing <laughs> smash the pig, and then smash your house apart. <laughs> Mike Dell, I think you start with Cincinnati on the money line as your uh, the first leg of your parlay there. No, 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 no. Tennessee's going to crush them. I think. Not Depends crush. on Derrick Henry. They're not going to crush. Depends them. on Derrick Henry. Manhandle the the Bengals. It'll be a close game, but yeah. I think the Titans grind it out over sixty minutes. That's my pick. We'll see. But Tuffy's going to go Bengals. I would say on. Derrick Henry would be a good like flip of the coin. He I, can get I think hundred uh, yards. He can get ten yards. I think Green Bay murders San Francisco. I love San Francisco, but I just think it's going to be super deluxe cold up in Green Bay. Jimmy Garoppolo has a hand injury. He's not a very good quarterback to begin with. Uh, going up there in the freezing cold of Lambeau, I think the Packers just run them out of there. Uh, Tuffy, thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, the filthy Packers are going to win that. <laughs> I I hope the Rams beat the Bucks, and I think they actually will because I think their defensive line. I think they're going to the offensive line for the Bucks is a bit banged up, and the defensive line for the Rams is really strong. So I think they're going to pressure Brady and knock him around, and uh, I think the Rams beat them. So we'll see. What about Bills? Uh, what about Bills, KC? I want the Bills to win, yeah, but it just seems like everyone's on the Bills, and Kansas City yeah. is at home. So that would tell me that Kansas City's probably going to win just because so much money's coming in on the Bills because, like, the line's gone down. I think it's, it started out like uh, Buffalo was uh, getting three points or something. Now it's only, they're only getting, like, one, one and a half. So uh, that's a lot of money's coming in on Buffalo. So – that usually tells me Kansas City, but I want Buffalo to win. I don't know. Could be a lot of points in that game, though. You know, so that that's the game I might be metting the parlay on. Because if there's a lot of points, probably a lot of people getting yards, and you can pick and make a bunch of people on the parlay. And, yeah. Um, so I'm leaning towards doing the I'll parlay on my... that game. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. I mean, this is a, this is a fucking pathetic. Attempt at making picks, but uh, Packers, Bucks, Bills, Titans, those are the four. So that's my shoe in of the week, my silver <laughs> lock special of the week. Any thoughts on Turkish ball? See, Michael, I think you go, uh, you go Cincinnati, the over, and Joe Burrow for uh, over 50 yards rushing. I don't know what the line would be on that, but uh, Joe Burrow, 50 yards of rushing. Yeah, let's see him run around a little bit out there. That's insane. Although he likes uh, to burrow is, between those tackles. He likes to burrow between a, those uh, tackles. Yes, there is a Tennessee secondary is not so good, and Joe Burrow could light him up. But I just think Tennessee. No one's they're the number one seed, and everyone's talking like they stink. Uh, apparently, they, they they needed rest. Well, they stink because they're from Tennessee. Wow. Yeah, everybody you, thinks Tennessee's just like, well, give me my low rider, going to have a ball. I want baby mama to meet me at the mall wearing them jeans just a hair too tight. Antioch, Tennessee, Saturday night. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But the Titans beat like eight teams this season with winning records. In the history of the NFL, no team has ever beaten that many teams with winning records in a season, apparently. That's what I read today. So that's pretty impressive. It's still so new that they could fuck it up. Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback. Derrick Henry is a great running back, but it's an ankle injury. Eddie George had the same thing happen to him in the early 2000s. He had an ankle injury, and he wasn't the same when he came back. It could be the same with Derrick Henry because ankles, like once you have an ankle injury, it might never be the same. They just don't run as quick. Running back it, especially. It, it, losing your pinky toe, you'll never walk again. <laughs> 
The other thing to keep in mind <laughs> is that from a movie. <laughs> is that from a I movie, Jake? Make a joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but when yeah. you uh, you think about the wild card weekend, everyone gets all excited about these teams like the Bengals and the Niners and the Rams. Uh, but then when they, the second week, then when you get to the division winners, they they tend to get banked pretty hard. These wild card teams. So I'm worried about that in the Rams case. Uh, but man, I, I I don't know if it's just because I hate. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers so much, but I want, I want, I think the Rams well, are actually going to win. Matthew Stafford is probably pretty pissed off for having to be on the Lions <laughs> all those years. So I would imagine he's uh, going to be a raging bull in that game. But, but yeah, Tom I don't, Brady's I don't feel good Brady, about that like, pick though. I don't feel good about. I feel good about Tennessee, and I feel, I feel good about uh, the Packers. They're the two I feel the best about. But uh, we'll yeah, the the number one. <laughs> But yeah, people are shitting I will on him. Say, like, oh, seems like Tom Brady, uh, he's got the uh, magic uh, hat. You know, like he can just pull shit out of nowhere. So that's always a yeah. risk. But I do like, uh, like I just bet ten bucks. You know, on the games. Like you See, know, that's more than I ever bet. Forty bucks I over bet, a weekend. I bet five. I think <laughs> I got eight bucks on the Packers or something. But yeah, I don't bet a lot on individual games. But uh, you ever bet a nickel? I think a dollar is the lowest you can go. And I, I make plenty of dollar bets, including one on Turkish volleyball. So don't forget to put that bet in. <laughs> Kids at home. But all right, let's get out of here. I hear you. Uh, thanks, Terrence C. Thompson, for calling. Thanks to our buddy Scott Baker for calling and listening to the show for all these fucking years. I can't believe it. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. Uh, thanks to uh, Tuffy for uh, being Tuffy. And thanks to Jank for putting that game together. Good job, Jank. And, uh, yeah. and for being jank. No thanks for, for being, being Mitchell. Jank. Yeah, and for being jank and for not being toughy. Because we already have one toughy. We can't have two toughies. <laughs> we already have one toughy. Well, toughy and jank, it's almost like some verbs. You guys have nicknames like verbs. Jank. <laughs> That's a toughie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. You guys take it easy. I was sorry right, to call tonight. I apologize for missing more of the show. All right. All right, Aaron. Take it thanks, easy. buddy. There you go. Next week, hey hopefully the Ed will be here and we'll watch the human tornado. I'll try and contact the Ed early in the week to confirm. If not, don't watch anything until like Thursday or so, all right? At the latest. The <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Usually don't watch till Friday. Otherwise, I'll forget. Yeah, all right. That's, that's the best point. Don't watch. Yeah, Friday afternoons <laughs> when I watch them too. So, all right, we'll do that. Um, any, anything else? Are we done? Nothing else to mention? I think that's it. No. Uh, I got to watch those all. All right. Oh, yeah. Go watch the all right. Well, the soundboard's done. I can't even play the Charmin song. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> all right. Bye. Later. <laughs>